serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth, exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gasaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway here with you as we come to you live from Eldon, Missouri, as the Southern Boone County Eagles sitting at 1-3 and three on the season get ready to take on the two and two Eldon Mustangs. Of course, Eldon sitting at one and one in conference play for the Eagles. They sit at one and two in tonight's matchup, a class three district five matchup. Also, tonight's game is a Tri-Counties conference matchup. So a lot on the line, but you know what? For the Eagles, they got their first win last week, and that should uh, be a shot in the arm to carry them into uh, this week's game. As we said, Blake Gazzo here with you, joined by Mike Freeze. And, Mike, they know what they need to do. They just have to do their job and execute. That's that's sure. Um, again, another beautiful night for football. Low 70s, nice little breeze. Doesn't look like rain in the sky anywhere. So, great night for football. We are back on grass again. Um, Eldon is one of the few teams that still has a grass field but is in great shape. Eldon, uh, interesting team. Um, the last uh, couple of years have not been very good for them, but uh, this year uh, they look really, really good. Um, they're two and two. Their two losses are to Hallsville and Owensville. Um, both were they were in it, had chances to to win that game. So I expect this team to come out with pretty good amount of confidence. They have uh, the best player on the field again. We've, we've said that a lot this uh, this year. But uh, Bryce Beach is a very, very good running back. He runs hard. He's got some good speed. He's got some good hands. Uh, they do throw to him out of the backfield. Their linemen, uh, the offensive line is quick. They get off the ball very well. They'll hit you in the chin initially. So um, the Eagles coming off a off their first win of the year. Um, they also have the, uh, the feeling that, hey, we beat this team the last three years in a row. 
So hopefully we can use that as confidence to uh, come out strong in this game. Well, you're right about that as we look at their records for the last uh, couple of years. Last year, they went 2-6. and six. That's for uh, for Eldon. They were 2-6 and six on the season, lost in districts in the quarterfinals. 2019, they went 1-9. and nine. Again, same story, lost in the district quarterfinals. As uh, 2018, they were 6-5. and five. And then 2017, their best year in about the last decade, they went 11-2, and two, lost in the state quarterfinals. So they're a team that uh, is, is sort of rebuilding. Uh, in a way, they're rebuilding. They have some athletes, but uh, you know, last year, a big reason they were only 2-6 and six was because they had some inexperience. And uh, these guys, they're another year older, another year wiser, and uh, another year bigger. Yeah, this team reminds me a lot of that 11-2 and two team from a few years ago. Uh, I recall watching that watching that game, and you you, know, you just had a bad feeling the whole time because they they were tough, they were tough, they were strong, they would they would hit you hard. The line line was a really good play that day, and they just ran it, they ran it, they ran it. They, this team's going to run the ball 80 percent of the time, at least, and uh, when they do throw it, it's nothing special. They'll, they'll try to get it in the hands of their of their best player. But, you know, they're more than just that. They have two really solid, good running backs besides him. Um, their quarterback, even though he's young as a sophomore, you know, he's a good game manager. I know a lot of people hate throwing around that term, but as a sophomore, that's what he is. But we've seen a lot of younger underclassmen play well in the Torrey County Conference the last couple of years, uh, especially when we look down, down the road at, uh, at Blair Oaks. So, he, uh, this is a good team, and uh, the Eagles will have to come out, and they'll have to be disciplined and and know their blocks, know their assignments, in order to uh, have a chance to, to to be in this game. Well, I do see uh, for the Eagles head coach Trent Tracy headed up this way, so we'll get a chance to visit with him here before the start of our game. We're going to pause and be back with more of our Eagles pregame show here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care welcome back to our southern boone county eagles pregame show here on the show me sports network we're joined by southern boone county eagles football head coach trent tracy coach tracy thanks for joining us before tonight's game oh no problem thanks for having me well, last week, your Eagles got to play in front of a home crowd for the second week in a row, and, you know, they did not disappoint. They hosted the Versailles Tigers and picked up an impressive 24-20 to win. I was in a Tri-Counties Conference matchup. What were your thoughts on the game last week? Well, obviously, happy to come out with the victory. It was uh, a game of a lot of different emotions, ups and downs, and overall, just super proud of just the players for overcoming adversity, and that's what we've been talking about the previous three weeks was bad things are going to happen in a football game, and how you react defines your character, and how you react, it, it, you know, 
can make or break the outcome. And, uh, you know, there was, there were situations in the game that we made some knucklehead penalties. Even we, we were still able to overcome those things and just ecstatic for those, the boys get the first win of the season and try to hopefully get some momentum going for the rest of the season. Well, we knew going into the game that it was going to be a chess match of sorts, which it, it definitely was. Came down to the last play as time was winding down, but you guys held on for that win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that the fans definitely got their money's worth. You know, there at the end, the, the place was rocking. The crowd was definitely into it, and it was exciting. You'd rather not it be that exciting, you know, when you're on defense, and if they score, they win. But at the end of the day, we, we made the plays we had to to win the football game. And the emotion, seeing the kids with all the emotion of, of that, that first win was worth, you know, all the headaches throughout the game because they got through it, they overcame it, and at the end of the day, when the dust settled, we were victorious. Uh, I think you hit the uh, nail on the head there about everybody was just plugged in and, and the place was rocking. I think if I'm not mistaken, I even uh, saw you a couple of times uh, motioning for the fans to get, uh, to get a little loud and get on their feet. Oh yeah, absolutely. The first time we had called the timeout, we were on the one yard line and well, probably the half yard line. And we had made the decision that we're, we're not going to go for a, a tie. We're either going to score or we're going to lose. At that point, let's get loud. Here it comes. You know, everybody get off your seat. It's going to be exciting. And then there at the end, we everybody knew this is the last play and they're close enough to throw it to the end zone. So let's be loud and enjoy the moment. Really happy to have a, a, a good crowd base there last Friday night. Uh, help that we had the, the mini cheerleader clinic going on because I think that added several more fans to the stands. It was exciting and, and just overall a lot of emotion. Well, you guys were able to answer at the start of the game. Uh, the Tigers got the ball and went down and scored, but then you guys were able to march right down the field yourself and answer their opening drive. Yeah, I mean, that's our first offensive drive of the season that we have scored on, and that's huge. Even though we gave up a score, just building that confidence for ourselves offensively, like, you know, we can move the ball down the field, we can put it in the end zone, like, hey, you might have scored, but so did we, and we're going to respond, and hopefully, eventually, we're going to force you to make a mistake, and, and we're still going to be able to respond and score. You know, we punted one time all game. We got stopped on a fourth down, you know, got stopped by inches on fourth and 13, and then punted one time so offensively I felt like we had good production chess match wise we ran the ball well because we were having success with it and it also ate clock because their offense was very dynamic they seemed to score a lot faster than us it was a good element to burn some clock while we had the ball and still put the ball in the end zone well, it really was a, a back and forth the first half of the game. But going into halftime, your squad marched down the field and junior kicker in Carter Salter, he was able to nail a 32-yard field goal as time expired in the first half. How important was that kick to maintaining the momentum going into halftime? I mean, it, it was humongous. You know, like I said last week, we, we practice a two-minute drill every Thursday, part of our Thursday practice plan. You know, in, in high school football, you you might get to use that a couple times throughout the season. I was just really proud that our one, our kids handled it really well as far as no huddle and getting signals in quick and the rules that we have as far as getting out of bounds so we don't have to burn timeouts, so the clock doesn't run, getting as many yards as possible also to get us in field goal position. You know, for us to get there, call a timeout right before the time expired and field goal team goes out. We had a good snap from Bradley Smith, a good hold from Hayden Steelman, and good blocking up front. Carter kicked a 33-yard field goal, and I think he had at least four 
45 on the kick. He, he made it with some distance. And getting those points, that's huge. Just it feels like a, it's a success. It, it, I mean, it feels like it, and it is a success. Like, we put three points on the board. Now we're now down by seven. We're down by four. And we get the ball back to start the second half. Really, we, we, we I feel like we gained some momentum going into the second half from that, even though we were still down on the scoreboard. What was the message at halftime uh, going into the locker room to the players? You know, the message really offensively was keep doing what we're doing. Maintain your blocks just a split second longer because we were dashing them pretty good. But this little block, if we can stay on just another second, like look who makes the tackle or look how much more open this would be. And we had that the one turnover in the first half, and we talked about ball security and how that honestly might be the difference in the game right now is that we've turned the ball over and they hadn't at that point. But then defensively, it, it was trying to figure out. It was the first week we've ran this new defense, so it was just kind of making tweaks to our techniques and our alignment and just talking about getting guys to the football, rally tackling and forcing a turnover. And, and luckily, we kind of caught a break there in the fourth quarter. Ball bounced off one of their receivers as he was falling down and went right into our hands of our corner, Carter Salter. And we were able to score on that drive. And then we got the ball back or again and got a pick in the end zone to end the game. So, you know, really stressed this in the past, our defense, and, it, and it's held true. And we say bend, but don't break. Like, we're going to give up some play. That's the bending part but we have you know 11 guys of football even if we give up a 15 yard gain we can't quit on a play because what we've seen in the past is if you make them have to take another play and another play and another play eventually they're going to make a mistake and we're going to try to capitalize on it well defensively it seemed like you guys were really ball hawks you garnered two interceptions had that fumble recovery you know anytime that you're in the positive side of the turnover ratio it seems like good things happen yeah, and, and, you know, this was the first game um, this season that we won the turnover battle. The week before against Boonville, we turned it over five times. You're not going to be anybody doing that. This past week against Versailles, we forced two turnovers, and they forced one. So we that was a plus for us. You know, we, we won that turnover battle. That's what we want to strive for. Those are some of our goals that we talk about each and every week. Defensively, we want to force at least one turnover, and offensively, we want to have zero turnovers. We can do those things. Those usually lead to wins. Well, the second half of the game, too, was very much back and forth like what we expected. You know, your Eagles team did have a uh, have several big plays. One of those was the short yardage go-ahead touchdown by senior quarterback Hayden Stillman. Yeah, on that drive, I think we ran the ball. I don't know how many times, but we would have just continued to run the ball the whole drive. We had um, a, a couple false start penalties when we got down to the one-yard line. Next thing you know, we were in third and 14 and kind of had to pass it in that situation. Uh, hit a nice slant. Kellen Ash made a great catch and took some heavy contact doing it, but uh, caught it on the one-yard line, and now we're back on the one, but it was fourth down. We called a timeout. You know, we talked about it, thought about a couple of different play calls, and we were going to run the ball either way, but really it came down to, do I want to hand it off to a running back at three yards deep everybody in the stadium knows a run's coming or do i want to just trust my senior quarterback and my my lineman and get that half a yard made more sense to me in the moment to quarterback sneak it under center trust my lineman that they're going to get a little bit of a push and my quarterback's going to find a little bitty seam and then also my running backs are going to help move that pile which they did and we're going to get in you know that was just a feeling of joy to see those guys man up and get the job done that's the play call we went with this time and it worked out but we're happy about that, obviously. Well, that uh, touchdown also put you guys in a little bit different position than what you've had uh, most of the season. You know, it gave you guys a lead. What was the feeling with that, knowing that there was still some time left on the clock for the uh, Tigers to possibly go down and look to make a run to come back and win it last minute? 
it's always easy to second guess yourself and say, oh, I should have done this or that after the game. But, you know, after the game, I sat there and thought, man, before that quarterback sneak, I called a timeout. I should have let the clock run down a little bit more because that would have given them probably 10 or 15 seconds left to get down the field. But again, we scored. So in the moment, that's all that really mattered. Then they get the ball and starts off. We sell Carter Salter. He's got a good leg. Uh, you know, for the first three weeks, our kickoff team has faced the deep returners on their kickoff return have been all state players from Odessa's running back to Michael White from Mexico and then Boonville's two deep returners. You really don't want to put the ball in their hands. But we had noticed that the way Versailles was shifting and their kickoff return, they left a huge gap on their left side deep. And so we told Carter to, you know, kick it deep, kick it as far as he can to the left and made a great kick. Kid goes over there, fumbles it around a little bit, was able to still get some yards, which we, we, we really need to work on our kickoff coverage there. But, you know, he got it to about the 28-yard line. And it's like, okay, well, they have to score. They don't have a lot of time. Did have a couple timeouts, but we're all right. We're all right. And then they kept hitting number five, their, their freshman phenom receiver. Next thing you know, they're about at the 50 and it's like oh crap this might not go our way got a big incomplete stop I think we ended up getting a sack maybe or pressure on the quarterback force a bad throw now it's third down the only issue is is that on that play we rough the passer after he throws the ball now it's a 15 yard penalty there's about three seconds left in the game and they are now on our 35 yard line that sets up for a pass that can go to the end zone and now we're all nervous Luckily, we were in our prevent defense, and we knew that this is the last play, and this ball has to go to the end zone. Played our cover five defense, and we had five guys deep. And senior Tate John, who's been hurt all year, is back there, and he's able to to pick the ball off in the end zone, and time runs out, and we storm the field, and everybody's happy. There were definitely some feelings of, oh, crap, during that last drive because they were doing a very good job of moving the ball down the field in a short amount of time. Offensively, you guys did quite well moving the ball. You had 357 yards of total offense, 224 of those coming on the ground. How important was it to establish that run game? That was the key to our victory, in my opinion. But also, that was a key to our confidence. First three games, specifically the first two games, we rushed for a total of about 80 yards. That's not acceptable. That is not who Southern Boone football has been in my eight years here. And that's a focus that we really have put on our O-line and our running backs. And against Boonville, we rushed for 121. And then, obviously, as you said, against Versailles last week, we rushed for 224. And that's a combination of blocking and our running backs understanding where the hole is and hitting it hard. And that started with Jacob Bowles. He had 21 rushes for 128 yards. Those were tough yards. Not all of them, but a lot of them were inside the tackles. You know, we were chunking it down the field at 8, 10, 7, 4, 15 yards a pop. Those not only moved the chains, but those also ran the clock down. And then we had a handful of guys. I think we ended up having like eight guys run the football and all of them for positive yards. We had very few negative plays on Friday night, and that really helped us continue the run game and not have to abort it and get to the passing game. Still passed for some decent yards, 133, but key to success was the ground game last week and not only the key to last week's success, but just I think overall the confidence that we can run the football. We do have the guys that can do it. Hopefully we can continue that confidence into this week. Well, this week you hit the road and traveled to Eldon to take on the hosting two and two Mustangs. It's a class three district five matchup. It's all a tri-county's conference matchup. You know, leading up to the game tonight, how has practice been this week? 
practice has been good. Anytime that you're preparing for Eldon, there's always a learning curve. What I mean by that is trying to get your scout team offense to run an old school offense, trying to teach them the offense that Eldon runs, and it's nothing like the offense that we run. So there's some learning curve to it. So Tuesday always is a little muddled, never looks great because you're also trying to line your defense for something that we don't see all the time. Wednesday got better, and then Thursday morning's practice was really good. And that's kind of what how it goes each week the progression but Eldon it's always a little bit more difficult because of what they do and trying to get your scout team guys to understand what you want them to do offensively again last Thursday I felt like we had our best offensive practice and then we had our practice yesterday was our best practice of the season so offense things are really starting to click the running backs receivers quarterbacks linemen they're all understanding their jobs their blocking techniques and also the blocking schemes and then defensively you know every week is a new week you've got to adjust to what your opponent wants to do and everybody knows Eldon wants to run the football so we have a, a game plan this week that we've done a better job every day of executing and we'll find out how well it is when it comes time to do it how's the health of everybody this week pretty good take John again is still kind of nursing a lingering turf toe his ankle that had kept him out the first three weeks is fully healed but he does have turf toe and it's like this kid has been cursed and he's such a great kid and a very valuable player to us he's gonna suit up he'll play just like he did last week and He'll fight through the pain. Ben Taylor's almost fully recovered from his finger injury. And everybody else, it's week five. We're, we're banged up. We're bruised up. But that's part of it. On Friday nights, those little lingering pains kind of go away for a couple hours because the adrenaline starts to kick in. And I think we're, we're as full strength as possible. And we'd like to see Tate fully healthy. But, you know, we're in the middle of the season and he's ready to suit up. So we're good to go in my book. Uh, we've talked about this too, you know, winning is a, is a cure-all for a lot. So getting the victory last week definitely helps some ailments, some ointment to a few of these nagging, lingering injuries for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have things that, that come up throughout a football season, but overall we're, we're doing pretty well. We've stayed away from sickness as much as possible. It's that time of year when the weather's starting to turn and kids are getting stuffy noses and the normal fall sicknesses that come about that you just kind of have to get through. And I think we're ready to go. Well, with the game tonight too with Eldon, they're a team that is almost in a in a rebuilding phase of sorts. They've had several years to go. They had some teams that made some runs towards state championships, did very well in districts. And then uh, since then, they've, they've just kind of had to rebuild and they've had a lot of young guys who are another year under their belt and just, you know, they're that much better. They're that much faster, that much smarter than they were a year ago. But if you guys do your job, the kids show up and do their jobs, I I think it's a very much a winnable game. Yeah, it is. They are a quality team, and they've sent week one and two. And now, if you look at them week one and two, they're missing somebody. And then week three and four, they're they're a little bit of a different team. What I say by that is they've got a bruising running back that we don't know a whole lot about because he didn't play last year, and he didn't play the first two games. But number 21 for them, he's probably about 230 pounds, and the kid not only can run inside – which you would expect from a 230-pound running back, but he's got some moves and he's got some speed out on the edge. He's a punishing running back. In in Eldon's offense, that is huge because he's gonna he's gonna tote the rock quite a bit. Watching him on film against both Osage and Hallsville the previous two weeks, 
he definitely has our attention. He's the kind of guy that it's going to take more than one to bring him down. That's just the truth. You know, we have got to get 11 guys to the football, and the first guy can't get him down. He better hold on and wait for the Calvary because this guy is the real deal. He's the kind of kid that I don't know what he plays in college, but he can definitely play at the next level. He's a bruising running back. Kids have talked about him looking like Marshawn Lynch. You know, even last week, you know, they lost to Hallsville, but it was a 14-point game, and we think Hallsville's a good football team. So we're expecting a battle, even years when we we have, like last year, we beat them 54 to 20, and we had 465 yards of offense against them last year. But Eldon is, they are tough kids down there. They're going to fight us. So we've got to be ready for a fist fight. There's no secrets to it. If we don't show up ready to throw punches, we're going to get hit face quite a bit. So there's no secret. We, we got to be ready to go. Well, I think if you guys can get your run game dialed up and uh, continue basically where you ended last week and get that going, then it could be, uh, we could be set up for almost a track meet of sorts and uh, could see a very active scoreboard. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, defensively, they, they run a 4-3. So they've got seven guys in the box. So realistically, the passing game may be the winner on the stat sheet at the end of the night just because of what they're going to do. And that's a, that's a whole chess match scenario. Last week, saw a lighter box against first sales and, and their defense. And then this week, we're going to see seven guys in the box. So you've got to be able to adjust to those things. And that starts with me with play calling. you got to be smart in my approach on if we're going to hit it inside here and here, we got to also work the outside get the ball out on the edge whether it's passing or in our run game because we know that they're going to commit to try and stop the run inside especially since they've seen the success we had last week with the inside run game i always tell my kids to me one week could be totally different than the next week and last year we threw for 306 against them and rushed for 159 and that's what worked it's always going to be about what what's working and if it's working we're going to keep doing it well, Coach Tracy, thanks for joining us on our pregame show. Any final thoughts before you get out of here tonight? Nope. Just very gracious to be playing another week of high school football and really excited for the upcoming matchup and ready to see our boys step up to the occasion again this week and hopefully we come out victorious. Well, let's go get win number two. Yes, sir. Well, that's Southern Moon County Eagles football head coach Trent Tracy. We're going to take a break and be back with more of Southern Moon County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising in the locker rooms as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boot County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. 
So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best game coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles radio network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles radio network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze as both teams jogging onto the field as we are just about set to get our ball game tonight underway as the 1-3 Southern Boone County Eagles are playing on the road at the 2-2 two two Eldon Mustangs. As coin toss was just concluded, Eldon won the toss. They elect to receive, so they will be on offense first as Carter Salter has the ball teed up for the Eagles as he'll be kicking right to left on your media center or on your Show Me Sports Network app, however you are listening to our broadcast tonight. If you're listening to it after the fact, it could be on wherever you get your podcast. That's how we archive our games. So lots of ways you can catch our broadcast this season and ways you can catch them when, uh, when you don't have a chance to listen to them live. As we said, ball teed up. We are just about ready for football. It's a beautiful evening here in Eldon for football. There's a little bit of a breeze going right to left. But other than that, it is going to be a good night. His kick is going to go into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback, as that's how our game will start. Great kick by Salted there to uh, kind of corner it so it rolls into the end zone because 21, Mr. Veach, he did show some breakaway speed last week against Hallsville by returning the kickoff for a for a touchdown, so you definitely want to try to keep it out of his hands. Well, you mentioned the senior. He's listed at what we had was 6'1", 225. The program says he's a little shorter than that, but uh, I think he is He is all of 6'1", if not maybe a, maybe a hair taller, as they will start at their own 20-yard line. And a quick handoff up the middle. Not much there for the ball carrier as Veach swallowed up quickly. Fantastic coverage by the defense there. Uh, we're going to it with a little more beef in there. I believe Coach Garris is calling it his hog formation on defense. So we have an extra defensive lineman that, we, that we've had the last couple weeks. And that's solely because this team runs, again, 80% of the time plus. So that time uh, Jonah Sapp was in there along with uh, Max, or Sam Hampton, sorry, and uh, Tiger Hil- Tyler Hiljadik and uh, it's like Donigan. So that'll be second and ten, no gain on the play. They'll 
Try the cross, fake it as quarterback will keep it. That's he's still on his feet across the 40 off a gain of 20 plus yards. Nice play call by the Eldon coaching staff there. They basically faked the run to, into the middle, just, uh, knowing that if you scout Eldon, you see they have a running back that averages 11 yards a carry. You might want to key on him, and they did a good job of faking it, and then quarterback keeper to the left. So nice job getting outside. Nice job by the sophomore quarterback. Yeah, two backs in the backfield there just dive down, and quarterback in Hess takes it on the far side again. They'll have one receiver far side, one on the near side in a wing formation. They'll hand it off. Feach will be on the far side. He's got five yards still on his feet. He's got 10, 15, 20. He'll be pushed out of bounds around the 40 of the Eagles. So, again, back-to-back plates of about 20 yards. That's uh, Veach's deceptive speed there because he looks, since he's so big, and he, when he runs, he runs hard. You just don't expect that he was running that fast. But that time, he was able to get outside. So good job by their left, their left tackle and tight end to get the end hooked. Um, so we've got to do a better job on that. Well, they didn't give him as good a spot. They said he stepped out about seven yards shy of where I thought he was. It'll still be a new set of downs. Ball just spotted across midfield at the 48-yard line. Again, quick handoff straight up the middle. That's new ball carrier. He's going to have close to a first down there. We'll check to see who that is. That ball carrier that time was Mason Kirkwood. Yeah, nice quick dive up on the right-hand side. That showed that time their linemen were quick to get off. Uh, they're, like I said, they move as, as a whole team. They quick it up, and they, they give, give it a little punch right at the attack. So good job of their offensive line to have a nice hole. I don't think the uh, quarterback in Hess took but a half step with that ball in his hands before he gave it off. It was that quick. So two backs again in the backfield. Again, same play on a quick dive straight up the middle. It'll pick up about seven yards there. Again, that's Kirk Wedge on it. He'll pick up the new chains. Just like you said, this offense is quick. They make they make quick decisions. Their linemen are quick off the ball. They deliver a good punch at the point of attack. So, you know, this, line, this is one of the better linemen, group of linemen we're going to see this year. They do have the opportunity for those guards to pull. They are quick. They are agile, and they know what to do when they get over in space. Yeah, they do pull their linemen about as much as we do, and uh, both teams pull their linemen more than anybody else. The ball spotted on the 32-yard line to get into round for Veach. He's going to get the corner. Still on his feet across near the first down marker. Was able to get that corner, turn up speed, stretch the body out, and pick up close to 10 yards. Yes, they pulled their uh, right guard that time, number 76, and he got he got a good block on the end. And Veach, he reminds me a lot, and I hate to say this, but he runs like Derrick Henry of the Titans. Um he runs pretty tall, but he delivers a good a good wallop. Hard to get taken down with just one person. So I have second and one as he gains nine. He'll have a receiver near side. Again, quick dive straight up the middle. And it's going to be for a loss as defense shoots through there. That's Kirkwedge on the dive. Yeah, great play by Hampton there. If there is a weakness on Eldon's offensive line, it's on their right side. Um, so Hampton playing on our left side, he took advantage of that. He is the, the superior player on the, on the lineman there. He took good advantage, got a couple yards, penetration, um, stopped up the pulling the pulling guard who had nowhere to go. That's, good job, Sam. Yeah, Sam Hampton, six foot, two hundred eighty pound senior. Well, oh. we just gave him a new set of downs. As what there was four, three, maybe four crimson helmets that just jumped off across the football before it was snapped. 
Nice discipline by the offensive line. Nice discipline. So ball's going to be on the 19-yard line. Drive started at the 20-yard line of the Mustangs. They've ran getting ready for their eighth play of this drive. They'll give it off straight up the middle on a dive. That's Kirk Wedge gets about six yards there. At that time, our defense wasn't even ready to go set. We had one defensive lineman that was still going down into their stance. Eldon was so quick, especially after that last play where they got the, the easy five yards by drawing us offside. So they're doing a good job of mixing the snap count, sometimes going on a quick count, sometimes going on you know, two count or higher. And uh, just a marvelous job by their offensive line firing off the ball. So second and five clock rolling at eight and a half minutes to go here in this opening quarter. Neither team has scored yet. They'll hand it off to Veach. He's working the far side. He'll have that five yards. Now make it close to ten. Now where they officially spot it, looks like he's got about 15. Uh, beautiful play by the offensive lineman that time. They pulled the guard from the right side. Veach, the running back, did a great job of waiting for his pulling lineman to make the block, which he did. Good block. Hit, up, hit the hole hard. And, of course, like we said before, it's going to take more than one player to get him tackled. So he, he drug a couple people along the way. Now we do have a stoppage of play here as Nathan West being helped off the field, the 6'2", 170-pound senior. Everybody out on the field takes a knee as they help him off. Looks like he is favoring that right arm, the right bicep elbow area, so he will get attended to by the staff and the trainers. So it'll be first and goal here. Ball at the two. They're going to take it straight up the middle. and should be no problem for the touchdown. Just great line play. Straight straight off the ball. No pulling. No stunts. Just hit the person across from you and push him back. And they did a very, very good job of that. They had it muddled up there. I didn't even see who got the handoff. Did you see who it was? Uh, it was so quick I didn't see it myself. Well, come on to try the PAT here. Snap is down, kick is way offline. Looked like it tried to take out the official. Well, besides missing the extra point, that was the reason why the Eldon coaches wanted to take the ball first. They wanted to set the tone of the game, in which they did. How many pass plays were on that drive right there? Zero. And they ran ten plays on that. So Ten plays. So, And it was just a, a clinic from an offensive line standpoint, firing off the ball well. A great job of mixing the snap count out. Um, the last couple of plays, I don't think our defensive line was necessarily set. So that was a good half second that the offensive line has to get into your face and push you back, which, which they, of course, did. So great job by the Eldon offensive line. And uh, certainly we're seeing why this team's a little scary. We'll take a quick break here, and uh, actually we'll just keep it right here as Eldon already out. Or the kickoff. So they are quickly, they mean business here. That capped a 10 play, 80 yard drive. With the six points, PAT was no good. We will have Morris deep as well as Smith. Now they'll back up. Thought maybe Eldon was going to try. For a different kick, they back up. 
They are going to squib kick it in short. One of the up men is going to fall down on it. So we'll have it uh, just outside the 35-yard line. All right, now we need to see the Eagles offensive line do the same thing the Eldon offensive line does, and that's get off the ball together, get off the ball quickly, pop the person across from you, try to get a, get a hole. Um, I do believe that we can, we can run against this team. We just uh, need to do a good job knowing our assignments. So ball will be on the 37-yard line of the Eagles. It's one thing they give up. By kicking it, this little squib kick is field position. So four receivers. They're going to pitch it off to Bowles here on the near side, trying to work the corner. He's got it. He's got the first down and more across midfield. Nice move inside. He picks up about four more yards. Give him 17 on the carry. That was a great block on the quick pitch. Uh, the snap was a tad high, but Hayden did a good job of collecting it. And uh, also another great block by Kellen Ash on the outside there, which uh, allowed for the, the big gain. The ball spotted at the 45-yard line of the Mustangs. Three receivers far set again. High snap had to go up and get it. Pitches it off to Bowles. He'll have short yardage there. That one a little higher. Stillman had to climb the ladder for it. He's telling his center to put it down just a little bit. Yeah, Tyler Hildredick's being the center. If you recall, we started the season with Jonas Sapp at center, and then we changed that. Um, yeah, they've done a pretty good job last couple games. Uh, a little a little hyped up right now. So two receivers on either side. Bowles in the backfield. Stillman in shotgun. And he got one yard on the last play. Again, high snap. Knocks it down to himself. Quick pass off. It's going to be short. Just airmails it into the grass. He was looking for Ash on the play. But that's what he had to do. That was a quick hitter. Ash just ran up field. Stop, turn around. The ball has to be there. It's very much a timing play. Yes, uh, definitely so. That was, that was a quick quick play, and when the snap was high, slowed, slowed the play down, the progression down. Just kind of uh, messed, things, messed up the whole thing. So Same formation again, twins on either side. Stillman in shotgun. That one goes over his head, and he's got a fall on it. He will, but he is back on the other side of the 50, and they're going to say he did not get on it, and ball will go to the Mustangs. All right, Eagles defense. Let's see if we can keep our heads up. Three high snaps in a row. That last one was really high. It seemed like each one was getting a tad higher each time. I, I agree. I was just thinking that, that they progressively went up the ladder and Stillman ran out of rungs to try to get up and get that ball. And That one, he got a hand on it, so that at least made it a shorter loss, but still a loss nonetheless as it'll be ball on the 44-yard line. And dropping back will be Hess. He's looking downfield, has Veach wide open, and he's going to go untouched into the end zone. A 44-yard strike, one play, six points. That was a fantastic play call by the coaching staff there. What do you do after you run the ball ten times in the previous <laughs> series? You throw it to a wide open number 21, and uh, he was wide open. Just fantastic play, good blocking by the line. Um, you know, we're having six guys on the line, and their linemen did a fantastic job of blocking it. The quarterback had all the time in the world, um, and even a sophomore when they have plenty of time and a wide open six foot one ish <laughs> tall wide receiver can connect. So that was a nice play. Going for two here now. So Veach adds another touchdown, two point conversion. They're going to fake it and roll it on the far side. And they're going to say he is short. 
as trying to stretch it out was Hess, and he will be no good. So will still remain 12 to nothing. So we'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, tough break there for the Eagles as give up one play for 44 yards. Equates to six points on the board as I don't know if you want to say they were caught napping, but after 10 straight runs, they air it out and have huge success. Any team that, that plays against this team could be <laughs> called for napping after or looking for the run after 10 plays in a row. Well, they'll do another short squib kick, and we'll get back to Morris at the 20. He'll have decent yardage across the 30, across the 40, still on his feet. He's got the kicker to beat. He's across midfield, still going, and he's going to take it to the house. 10-5 touchdown. He takes it 80 yards to the house and puts the Eagles on the scoreboard. So just like that, they show you can score on one play. So can we. Great job by the return team. Great blocks, great holes. Um, he did a good job of making sure he had the ball secured on the kick because it, it did fall a little bit short, bounce around the ground there. He did a fantastic job picking it up and then followed his holes. Nice job, guys. Huge play. That was an 80-yard touchdown return on a kickoff by Morris. Well, if that doesn't get you excited on this great Friday evening, Last evening of football here in September. I don't know what else does. Salter will come on to try the PAT. It is up. It is good. And that lead has been cut down by more than half as it's now a 12-7 ball game in favor of the Mustangs. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Well, the Eagles able to answer the Mustangs as they take a kick back 80 yards and put six on the board. The PAT makes it seven. This is the type of play that if Kelvin is taking a you now senior, never beat the Eagles in the varsity. So that now starts to creep back in their mind. They had a great, fantastic start to the game and they're only up by five. So fantastic way to respond to that. Let's see if the Eagles can capitalize on that one with a good defensive series. So they will tee it up, does Salter. He's going to kick another high end over end kick. 
Beach will take it on the run at about the 11. He'll work it up the middle. Now cut on the far side. Now try to work it back up the middle. He'll be hemmed in across the 30. A decent return there on his part. I don't know about you, but I was holding my breath there for a second when he caught that on a full sprint run moving it forward. But a good job by the kickoff team, staying in their lanes, making him stop and change direction. And when he, was, when he did that, we had a couple guys around his ankles. Well, just like we talked about in our pregame with head coach Trent Tracy, that's exactly what they have to do to tackle is if you can't make it by yourself, he's a big boy to bring down. You just got to hold on and wait for the cavalry, and that's exactly what they did there. So they'll start on the own 32-yard line to the Mustangs. They'll give it straight up the middle. And with it, I believe that's Veach again. Uh, no, they substitute. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That was Kirkwedge. Yeah, they took Beach after the kickoff team or kickoff in order to catch his breath. But, uh, again, their backup, their other running backs at the back, but the other guys are still capable of getting five, six, seven yards as well. And that's just because they have a good offensive line. But great job filling on the defense there. Linebackers did a fantastic job of filling. So up under center will be Hess. He'll have three wide receivers now here on the near side. He'll have two backs in the backfield. They'll give it on the cross to Veach near side, waiting for his blocks, and it won't it won't get there as he's going to be him done or lose yardage, should lose yardage. And they say the ball came out. And we're going to see, they say, Eagles football. So he did fumble it. I thought there was a chance that he looked like his hands were empty, and it was, and the Eagles come down with it. Big old Sam Hampton came up with the ball, and as he's running off the field, I don't think I've ever seen Coach Garris jump that high. But you have to with old, old Sam. He's a pretty big guy. Yeah, if he doesn't do that, Sam's liable to knock him into the first <laughs> row of the bleachers over here. But, no, great job on that defensive line. Did a good job penetration. They were pulling some offside linemen, and they stuffed the play. Nice job. Well, the defense answered, gets it back. Now it's the offense's turn. So they'll have a better snap that time. Looking downfield, wide open is Ash. He's got it for the touchdown. He's going to go one play, 34 yards into the end zone. Absolutely beautiful play call there. Ran a nice fake, faked the ball, did a little pump fake, and then guy went deep, wide open. Fantastic job. Good job by the offensive line giving them plenty of room to throw. And just like that, look who's leading the game. Well, I talked about it being a track meet, maybe a chess match, and I have to say right now it's a chess match track meet. Both teams answering each other in a span of less than two minutes. Salter on to try the PAT kick is up, and kick is good. And with that, we've had a 12-point swing, and now... Actually, 14-point swing as the Eagles lead by a score of 14-12. to 12. We're going to pause quickly and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! (laughs) 
The Eagles answer quickly as one play for 34 yards gives them the lead as they lead 14 to 12 over the Eldon Mustangs. Another high end over end side winding kick. That one's going to go about two yards into the end zone. Boy, I think if Salter isn't excited and the juice is flowing, I don't know what else is. He is pumped. Uh, one thing to think about when to think about Eldon is even though they are a running team, they run the ball a whole bunch, a lot of times people think, well, running teams don't get into these big high-scoring games. That is not true with Eldon. Eldon has a, has a history of getting into some real track meet shootout games. For example, their game against Osage this year, they won 54-48. <laughs> and that game was uh, tied going into the last uh, couple minutes of the game. So... Well, we had everybody jump there, and they let the play go. It looked like about half the defense jumped. For the Eagles, yeah, they looked like to me it looked like they jumped off sides, but uh, no contact apparently. Yeah. So, so Kirk Wegg goes up about five yards up the middle. Interesting to see they do a really quick count this time, like they did last time when they did a long snap. Well, that's two plays now that have really caught this defense going on the cadence, not on the snap of the ball. So, again, they'll have two backs in the backfield. Hess up under center. He'll give it, give it to the second man working the far side. That'll be a new ball carrier in there. He'll get near the first down marker. Nice job by the defense that time, swing that play out to the sideline. Good job staying in your lanes, knowing your responsibility. Good job, guys. That was Christopher Shepard. Carrying the ball. This is the first time we've seen either team have a third down. We're under five to go here in this opening quarter. The Eagles leading 14 to 12. It'll bring up a third and two for the Mustangs. They'll have a receiver far side. They'll have a wing here on the near side with the two split backs in the backfield. Hess up under center. Tried to draw him off, but did not. Again, carrying it here on the near side, trying to stretch it out. And he will lose yardage as the ball carrier is taken out. That is the same ball carrier as last time. Fantastic defense that time. The defensive line, and we are rotating some defensive line in there. Two new guys come in there. Um, So we have six linemen. Niles, Wall in there this time. They got across the line, did a good job of Stretching out to the, to the sidelines, and Tank job, Tate John did a great job of coming up, making a surefire tackle on the guy. Well, they say he only lost a yard, but I think it's about a yard and a half. So either way, the Mustangs are going to have to punt it, or we assume they're going to punt it here as the ball on their own 27-yard line. Nice job of this defense forcing a three and out. Deep back to receive will be Tate John as well as Morris, and it's going to bounce at the 40, and it's going to take an Eagles bounce as the Mustangs are going to down it near there boy it would be an understatement i think right now to say the team that we have seen playing tonight for the eagles and we're just about just under five to go it's 442 left in this first quarter this is a team that we have not seen all season momentum is definitely on the side of the eagles right now so they will set up on their own 43 yard line they lead 14 to 12 as they answered the Mustangs twice, they answered them in short succession. Stillman will drop back. He'll pitch it off to his ball carrier. We have a flag down as Bowles will pick up about 11 yards before they blow him dead, but I think he's going to be coming back. Yeah, quick toss of like 
to the left there. It looks like they got our left tackle, Owen, uh, for a hold there is what it looks like. I think he just did a good job of sealing the end. And it was a good seal nonetheless. I didn't see it, but saw the flag come in, so. But the referees are how much closer to the to the ball than we are? I, I don't know if they have better eyesight, but they're definitely <laughs> they're definitely closer than we are, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. So we'll back them up here. So what would have been a first and ten with an eleven yard run is now first and twenty. Ball back at the thirty three yard line of the Eagles. Good job on our snaps the last two times. They've been uh, pretty much right where they need to be. The Eagles will load up again going right to left. They'll have trips on the far side, one here on the near side, one back in the backfield. Stillman will get the shotgun snap. He'll give it to Bowles. He'll cut it up the middle. Now try to cut outside. Now back inside. And we're going to have a flag for taking down Stillman as he got a late hit and driven down to the grass. So that should move the chains. Yeah, that seems kind of pretty uncalled for in that, in that case. It's not like it was an option right, or anything like that where the quarterback or had the option to keep it or not. It was just a straight a straight toss, so there's really no reason to do that. Um, great job by the offensive lineman. Did a good job having a nice big hole um, and good hard running through that. So that personal foul will move the ball forward to the 40-yard line of the Mustangs. I agree. That was uh, pretty much uncalled for. That's obviously why they threw the penalties. So yeah. it'll be a new set of downs at the 40-yard line. As the Eagles will break the huddle, they'll look over to get the play call. They'll have twins on either side. Stillman in shotgun. He'll check on the sideline once again. He'll have bowls behind him. He'll get the shotgun snap. Looking downfield again. Looking for Ash. He's got to step on his man and off his hands. He would have been down about the five. Same play they scored on. Just couldn't come down with it. Looks like Ash. I think he. I thought he could have run a little bit, a little bit more through that. He kind of stopped at the second and thought he had to jump for it. Um, but again, good, nice call. We are making the Eldon defense cover the entire field at this point, and that's important. Uh, mentally, you got to think that as a senior, you had that last personal foul called against them. Owen three, Owen three, Owen three against the Eagles in his career. Is that starting to seep in? That pass was about 45 yards through the air from Stillman. He'll quick pass it off to Morris on the far side on a little screen pass. He's got five, he's got 10, he's got 15, 20, 25. He's still on his feet. He's going to dive for the pylon. And they'll say he was just out. We got a flag. And a flag. To me, it looked like it was awesome blocking by Baden Glass and Tate and Jod to give a lane, but I think they're going to say there was a holding, and that's why the big lane was there. The Eagles called for the holding penalty. Morris put in a lot of work there and does not get rewarded. Yeah, yeah quick swing pass to the right. Quick toss and throw. Almost like a, like a running play. After they mark it off, ball will be spotted at the 37-yard line. Some of the Mustangs still don't even know where the ball is. They're standing four feet in front of it. Now they get it set. That's a favorable placement for us, I believe. I think you're right about that. So we'll be second and seven off the 38-yard line. Twin receivers either way. Stillman in shotgun. He'll send one in motion. They'll give it on the end around. Is that glass carrying it? 
That is, he'll be across the 30. Yeah, nice jet sleep there. Had a nice little hole and got what he could get. So good job, good run, good play call. I'm really liking how they're making them defend the entire the tired sideline and sideline here right now. So he gets down to the 28-yard line. That moves the chains. Clock rolling near three and a half to go. Again, the Eagles leading 14-12 over the Eldon Mustangs. 3.28 left to go here in this opening quarter. In twin receivers either way. Bowles in the backfield. Stillman will get the shotgun snap, give it to Bowles. He runs into a wall. Not much for him to get there. He does pick up about a yard or so. Yeah, we had a couple holes on the, off each side of the tackle, but the play call was in the middle, and Eldon did a fantastic job of stopping that where we wanted to go. Um, they got a big nose guard in there. Number 65, what was he? 6'2 and 317 pounds. Well, he carries and it quite well. He filled that hole really well. So it'll bring up a second and nine for the Eagles. They'll send Glass in motion to the far side. They'll get the snap. Looking for a screen pass off to him. He's got it. Makes one man kind of miss, but got him by the shoestring. He'll be down as he vaults forward to the 25. Yeah, you know, basically screen pass to the to the right side flat. We pulled a uh, offensive lineman to give him a lead blocker, and that pulling lineman just missed the linebacker at that play. So good job by the Eldon defense. They'll say it's third and six now. First third down we've seen for the Eagles today. They were four of nine last week. Week before they were 0 of 10. They'll get the snap, handed off to Bowles. Straight up the middle. Nice job to cut outside. Still on his feet across the 20. Down inside the 15. He's got a new set of downs. Nice job at Bowles there. He pulled our left guard and left tackle to the right. And... Uh... Eldon did a pretty good job of stopping it, so Bowles did a fantastic job of cutting it back right behind him, right where they were coming from, and did a fantastic job of going upfield. Chase Morris comes off limping a little bit as that uh, play that he took to the end zone but got called back. Well, if he got rolled up on on the tackle, but he's going to come out for a breather here. Not 100% since that play. Up under center is Stillman. They'll flip it off to the new ball carrier, and across the five, we'll see who that is. Is number two carrying it. That is getting on the right page here. Uh, Taylor. Taylor, yeah. yeah so he did. was being very decisive with it. Yeah, we didn't see him running the ball a lot last last week. Uh, Coach Tracy said he pretty much had a PVC pipe wrapped up in his hand, which made it hard for him to run. That time was a good hard run. And his, his finger fingernail looked pretty gnarly. I got to see a couple pictures of it. So Stillman will be up under center. He'll give it to Bowles. Second man throw. He's into the end zone. He takes it in for the touchdown. It'll go as a three-yard touchdown run. Nice hard run there by Bowles. Big, huge hole. Good job by the left side of the offensive line. Good job to left side. That'd be Jonah Sapp. Looks like uh, Dylan Niles is in on that play as well, too, at the left side. So good job between him and Owen alternating down that left, left tackle spot. Salter on to try the PAT snap is down, kick is up, and kick is good. And just like that, it is 21-12 in favor of the Eagles. 
with 57.3 seconds left here before the end of the first half. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. It's perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. The Eagles have added to their lead as they now lead by a score of 21 to 12. As they just look very good out here in the start of this ball game in this first quarter. Yeah, we're seeing the typical Eagles team that we're used to seeing in the last few years under Coach Tracy. Balance, they can run, they can throw inside, outside. Great offensive line play. Salter will kick a high end over end kick. It's going to bounce at the five and drop at the two. The return man will have to pick it up. And he is going to spin around. I believe that's Hardy carrying it. He'll get near the 15-yard line. He is not nearly, I, I'm not to take anything away from him, but he is not nearly as agile and fast as Veach. Speaking of Veach, uh, he's out there. They moved, they moved him up to a front on the, the last two kickoff returns, so that's kind of surprising me. One thing you note know about Veach, he does not play on defense. Normally at the 3A level, outside of Blair Oaks, most of your – Starters will play on both ways, at least a good seven or eight, eight of them. So uh, we'll see what happens in, in the beach half if Beach has uh, still got a lot more energy than our defense does. So Hess up under center. They'll start on their own 17. He's rolling on the far side, has some room, hits his receiver for about 10 yards, does a nice job tight roping, still on his feet across the 40, down near midfield. How did he not step out of bounds over there with a gain of 12 yards? That was just a beautiful play. Rolled the quarterback out to the left. Um, he had plenty of time, no pressure, and I thought he was going to take off a run, but he saw he could throw it to his receiver, and that was an excellent choice. Caught it right about 19 yards downfield. Turned up field, made our one tackle out there miss, and gained another good 20 yards or so at least after the, the catch. So nice play call. Well, it started on the 17. Ball now at the 48-yard line of the Eagles. Clock winding down. They'll give it up the middle. And still on his feet, carried it, is Kirkwedge. He's got close to 20 yards, moves the chains. Even though Beach did not get the ball that time, he threw a hell of a block on the right side that made that hole. So good job, big man. The ball will be spotted at the 31-yard line. Clock should be rolling, but they are not paying attention, apparently, in the press box. As I'm surprised the official's arm hasn't come out of socket yet. He's been <laughs> winding that up for at least two minutes. Must have one of those Lego arms. I believe somebody called a timeout, but okay. So they, what I couldn't tell if they were saying, Coach. Uh, Tracy called a timeout or not, but they finally get the clock resolved as Eldon has already went over to the sidelines. So that will end the first quarter. As uh wouldn't say it's stunning, but 
The Eagles have a 21-12 lead right now. There'll be some that are going to be surprised by that, but when you look at the stats and the game footage, you will see exactly why they are leading 21-12. We're going to take a break here and be back and uh, get you started with the second quarter as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Well, the first quarter comes to an end. And the scoreboard is in favor of the Eagles as they lead 21 to 12. We'll switch ends of the field. There'll be a new set of downs here as Hessel keeping himself, being very patient. He'll get short yardage before he's thrown out. Very, very patient, trying to wait to cut up field. Yeah, great job by the defense of the Eagles that time. They flowed to the ball, stuck to their lanes, and made a good job tackling. So. We haven't seen the ball go to Veach for a couple of plays here. I'm going to say a few plays, so I'm kind of wondering what's up with that. Uh, you clearly have the best player on the field, and you haven't given the ball for a while. Yeah, he. Uh, I agree. He's definitely a force to be reckoned with. He has not touched it in, uh, what, the probably last five or six minutes or so of game time. They'll have split backs. Second and short. They'll give it to him that time. He puts his head down. He'll get near the 25 before he is tackled. I wonder if it's not a, I wouldn't say a punishment, but a learning opportunity for him because he did have that fumble. Yeah. That play there it wasn't much of a tackle. I think it was just tripping him at the line, keeping for only a two-yard loss. So he had a, he had a hole there. Well, fortunately for the Eagles, he put his head down and was staring at the green grass underneath him. He might have picked up a few more yards, but either way, it'll bring up a third down here. As Hess will be up under center again, split backs behind him. They'll get set, give it on the cross to oh, huge hole. new man in the ball game. That's 15, Preston Hess, younger brother. Nice play by the Eagles, or sorry, the uh, Mustang there. Huge hole off left. More like a counter play that time. And a good run. Yeah, they had a lot of misdirection there. That's one thing that has been a bread and butter staple almost, I would say, for Eldon is the uh, motion that they go through, and they have a lot of misdirection on it. Hess will be up under center again. He'll give it off to Kirk Wedge, and he's got six, seven yards on it. Yeah, the Eagles defensive line for a few plays there was running, going, running a smaller defensive line. Um, now we're putting our bigger line back in, and Jonas Sapp and Sam Hampton. So definitely don't know if that had something to do with it. But the offensive line for the Mustangs was doing a good job of getting holes. Can't tell who their training staff's working on down there. Is that 
11-14. I can't tell what the shoulder pad number says. One of the Eagles, anyways. Oh, fumble. Fumble, and we're going to see who has it. The Eagles recover it. That is a scary situation when the quarterback is looking at the running back saying, I don't have it. Do you have it? And unfortunately for the Mustangs, the Eagles come down with it. We were talking to a gentleman who's kind of an Eldon football historian, and he told us how the Mustangs had the ball, what, seven times inside the 20-yard line and only scored two twice. So, uh, and that was definitely a mistake on their part. We would like to put that on repeat tonight. Four wide receivers, three near side, one far side pitch. Is going to go off to Bowles. He's got 10 yards. He's got more. He's across the 30, across the 40. It's a foot race as he's across midfield, cuts back in. He's going to be ushered out of bounds by a host of Mustangs near the 30-yard line. Huge play right there. Sam Hampton, buddy. You're the man on that play. Sam Hampton pulled to the right, got out in front, and this time he maintained his block and fantastic job by the running back on that quick toss to wait for his pulling lineman. 300-plus pounds to get in front of them and make a big hole. That play, good job all the way around. That play goes for almost 60 yards. They'll try the same formation again. This Eldon defense just looks out of sorts. They're running people on late, getting set. And Stillman, a pump fake, looking downfield, has his receiver looking for Morris, and it'll be caught. Had Tate John and Morris in the same area, and Morris comes down with a 32-yard touchdown grab. Yeah, the closest per player to Morris was Tate John. I'm not sure if that was the, if both players ran the right route, but it didn't matter. Touchdown, Eagles. Good job, offensive line. Plenty of time to sit and throw. And like we said all year, when Hayden's got time to plant his feet and make a throw, he is a good quarterback. I had to wait and see who was going to come down with it as they were both in the area running shoulder to shoulder. And Morris comes down. That was a beautiful pass, a beautiful catch. Hit him in stride. He could have taken that another 20-yard salter in for the kick. It looks straight enough, long enough. It is. It is good enough. And that makes it a 28-12 score now in favor of the Eagles. Well, Pons will be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care Ella takes the eagles two plays they go 89 yards and put another six plus the PAT made it seven more on the board as they lead 28 to 12. Let's see if I got to write too much more. I think I'm going to get some cramps. As that kick will be fielded at the 20 by Hardy. He will be across midfield, still on his feet, and he's going to be tripped up. Tripped up, and he'll be down near the 50. That was a touchdown saving trip up right there. Great tackle that time. Um... We are definitely trying to kick away from Mr. Veach, number 21. 
But like we mentioned before, they have some other good quality backs and skilled players as well. The number two certainly was one of those. A decent return there for the Mustangs. They've put the ball on the grass twice, both times. The Eagles were able to recover it. They'll start on the 46-yard line. That's where Hess will go up under center. He'll roll to the far side. He's got some pressure. Hits Veach with a short screen pass. He'll get near the first down marker before he's pushed out. I believe he might have got the first down. Yeah, that's a play we've seen numerous times in the last two games looking at their highlights. Um, just a fake roll the quarterback out to the right. Throws that five, seven-yard out in the flat. And Veach uh, does show some good hands, and we know how he, he does running afterwards. Unofficially, that's the ninth first down for the Mustangs. But the Eagles leading 28-12, to 9.06 left to go here before halftime. Hess up under center. He'll give it on the quick dive, working far side with it. Ball carry is going to pick up good yardage as Veach picks up about 12. I, think, I don't think it was Veach that time, but still, nice quick hitter. On the right side, off tackle. Um, very, very quick. Offensive line did a good job of getting out the ball and smacking the person right across him. You're right, John Williams carried that, got the first down. They spot him outside the 30 at the 31-yard line. A little tough. They just do these quick dives so fast. So I hand it, working the near side with it and slipped up on the 35-yard line. Does Veach. The line tripped him. Jumped up and caught him. Well, that was a nice job by young Mr. Niles that time. He got upfield, caused him to, to go back inside, and when he did, that's when he slipped. Um, so we're still running six-man line right now, moving a lot of people in and out. We've got some lot of players that we hit, normally don't get to see on defense. We've got Aiden Young in there as a freshman. Right now, number five, Niles will get a sophomore. So we're doing a good mix, and we've got the seniors, Hampton and Jonas Sapp in there to uh, balance out with the youngins. Clock under eight to go here in the first half. Hess will be in shotgun. He'll have Veach, and we have whistles. And Southern Boone County is going to call a timeout. So that'll be their first timeout with 7.54 left in the second quarter. I don't think they had the right personnel out there. So we'll take a quick break and be back as the Eagles lead 28-12. to 12. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football. Here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. The Eagles have to call time out there as they didn't quite have the right defensive personality. The defensive personnel, rather. <laughs> they might not have had the personality. They forced to call time out just their first time out as they lead 28-12. to 12. Here was 7.54 left to go before halftime. Yeah, we were in the hog, one of our hog uh, defensive, where we have an extra defensive lineman in there. Basically six guys on the ball, seven 
Possibly. I like it. And they, uh, and they went one last this time, so now we only got five. So it'll be second and 13. Three receivers far side rolling out. Now throwing across the middle is Beach, and he's got room. He's got lots of room to get to the end zone. Still at the 10-5, and he just made that too easy. He had a wide open lane, and he takes it 34 yards. That was an absolutely beautifully designed play call by the coaches. Uh, basically, they rolled the quarterback out to the right. They leaked Beach out to the left. They threw it back to him about five yards behind line scrimmage, and there was nobody even close on defense. By the time we got someone close to him, he was already 10 yards downfield, and he just made the last one or two people miss. So fantastic play call. Getting the ball into your best player's hand from the time you needed a big play. So nice play by the Eagles and their coaches. I'm sorry, Mustangs. So they will try the two-point conversion here, handed up the middle, and two-point yeah. conversion is going to be good. Yeah, nice uh, comeback series there by the Mustangs there. Got the ball in the hands of their best players. Offensive line was firing off the ball really well, and that last conversion was just a quick dive to the running back right on the right-hand side. Did a fantastic job. So two-point conversion is good. That makes it a 28-20 lead for the Eagles. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. The Eagles' lead has been cut down to eight with 7.44 left here in this first half of action. As they will be back to receive the kick, they are going to try an onside kick, and there's a big scrum. They are going to say, I believe the Eagles got on it, but they've got to get on it a little faster than that. Yeah, that, that time they sent their guys in, and they just where it was like a rugby scrum. They were just hitting hard, but the Eldon was. And great job by the return team there to hold on to the ball. That was almost, that could have been really ugly. They sent the house for sure. So they will get good field possession, though. As ball will be on the 48-yard line of the Eagles. Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll have twins either way, the Sin Morris. On the far side, they'll give it off to the running back up the middle. And Bowles does a nice job. Absolutely beautiful block there by Aiden Boyce at the right tackle, spelling uh, big Sam Hampton for, for a bit there. And he came out the ball hard. He was blocking his line, his lineman, eight, nine, ten yards downfield. So fantastic job by the junior who is stuck behind a easily an all-district caliber Offense tackle in, in Sam Hampton there. So good job, a guy. Now they'll give it to to Bowles again. He'll have about four yards, enough to pick up the first down. He had nine on the previous play, so he will move the chains. 
And Eagles have an eight-point lead at 28-20. Clock rolling, 7-15 left here in the first half. Momentum is definitely in favor of the Eagles, but that needle is slowly coming back a little towards the Mustangs. Have twin receivers again on both sides. Stillman and Shotgun Hill have bowls behind him. As the only back, fake the handoff, has to roll near side. There's a hold that finally gets called, throwing downfield to John Tate. He'll uh, make the grab ahead and knocked out. I hate to see that that holding penalty, but I think if uh, if the young man does not make that, your quarterback is possibly headed to the hospital. Yeah, I was just getting ready to praise how well the offensive linemen have been playing out there. Folks, Sapp, Donegan, Hildedick, and... Uh, Voice there have done a really good job the last couple of plays, but that time looked like a stunning defensive lineman got inside and just uh, our guy had no chance to get him and he just reached out and grabbed him. And I think you're right. Um, some bad things can happen. Yeah, if he doesn't reach out and hold him, that is a straight, clean shot at the quarterback who's rolling here to the near side and trying to stop and throw that ball across the field and Bad things happen. So it'll be first and 26 now. Quick screen pass off to the far side. That is John with it. He'll get maybe a yard, all that work for about a yard. Fabulous play by their cornerback there. He was getting blocked, shook off the block on the screen pass, and just stuffed the run play out. It was a fantastic play by the cornerback. So good job. Number two, I believe. That pass was actually to, to Baden Glass. Instead of Tate John, they look very similar. And on the far side of the field, it gets a little hard to see sometimes. So the Eagles will have second and 25, ball at their own 45-yard line. They'll send Glass in motion here to the near side, pitch it off to Bowles. He tried to get the corner, has to stop and try to cut inside, and he will be back to the line of scrimmage, and he's lucky that he got back there. They actually say maybe he got a half yard. Yeah, we ran the motion, begging glass to the right side, did a quick toss to the right, this overloaded power on that time, and the Eldon defense did a fantastic job of breaking through some blocks and getting some penetration, so nice shot by the Eldon defense that time. Well, they did overload the near side, but it seemed like the Mustangs had one more player on this side. They tried to overload. Play clock down to 10 seconds. Game clock rolling under five and a half to go here in this first half. Eagles do lead by eight. They'll send one in motion, fake it to glass. Now dump it off. Nice move to ball carrier. Let's see who that is. Bradley Smith. That was Smith, that's right. Couldn't tell if it was Smith or Taylor. So he'll pick up positive yards, just a little dump off, just a little screen. Yeah, called screen pass that time where you offensive lineman basically bait the defensive line thinking that they're getting through and they got beat, and all, all of a sudden you just, like, dump the pass right over the head of them. Um, that one kind of seemed like it got a little slow there, a little high to get over, and uh, good pickup of what we can get that time. So they are possibly going to go for it here on fourth down. Uh, punt, they're going to do their normal. Yeah, I think Stillman will do a little pooch kick here. They do show they've got receivers on either side, empty backfield. Now yeah, they're oh. going to go the end around to Morris, and he's got some trouble. Makes two men miss. Now he's going to work to the far side, and he's got some room. He's at the 40. He's at the 35, and he's going to be oh. about two yards short of picking it up. 
Did not get it. I love the play call, Coach Tracy. That was gutsy, but it almost worked. Basically, uh, Hayden, instead of pooch kicking it, he handed the ball to a receiver going to the left who had nowhere to go. We had Eldon had great penetration. He was dead to rights. Dead to rights. You're, but he did a fantastic job of getting rid of that and getting about 15 yards, but unfortunately I think he needed about 18 to get the first down. So nice, nice try, nice play call. Good job by the Mustangs defense that time. Let's see what they do with this uh, momentum back in their favor. Nice job of Morris to make something out of nothing and just about picked it up. S will be up under center. He'll give it to Veach, trying to work the far side, waiting on his blockers. Now he squirts through. He'll pick up about five yards or so. Even though he got five yards, that was a great job by the defensive line and linebackers that time. Eldon pulled their two offside on the left side linemen. And uh, what I do like about Veach, he does. He's patient. He waits for his lineman to get up, to get in front of him. And he runs off and gained five yards, which... You know, remember, he's been averaging 11 yards a carry, so that was a good play with the defense, but still gave up five. So they'll bring up a second and long five or short six as they'll give it to the second man through. He'll drive those legs. Shy, that's Kirkwedge. Yeah. Quick dive to the right-hand side. Um, good, good push by the offensive line. Got some new guys in for the Eagles on defense. Got Jonah Wall, the sophomore. Let's see what Jonah does for him. So bring up a third and short now. They'll give it quickly straight up the middle on a quick dive. Kirk Wedge. Yeah, that time the Eagles defensive line was not quite set, and the, the quick count was a good call by the Eagles, and the linemen were able to get off and get a good push before anybody could recognize what was going on. So it will be a new set of downs. Unofficially, got 11 first downs for Eldon, five for the Eagles. However, that's because they've had several plays that they ran one, two, or took it off on the kickoff back to the house. So rolling with it on the far side is Hess. He's looking downfield, has his receiver, hits him in stride at the 30. Still on his feet inside the 15. That was by his brother in Preston Hess. What an absolutely beautiful play by the sophomore quarterback. He rolled that to the right. He had a couple guys blocking for him. He had plenty of time. He waited. He was patient, waiting for the receiver to come open. The receiver was coming from the opposite side of the field. And just a beautiful pass to catch him right in stride. That takes a long play to develop. Yeah, nice patience by the sophomore that time. Will be a new set of downs. Ball at the 10-yard line just outside the 10. They'll give it straight up the middle, and we have a flag coming in. Yeah, that's a couple times now we've seen the sophomore quarterback. When he's had a choice, he could run it if he wanted to, but instead he takes the the pass downfield. We have too many men on the field. Yep. Yep, I was just trying to count them, but while they were getting started, somebody ran on late and put too many on the field. So far, I think that's really the only blemish I would say to this first half for the Eagles has been penalties and mental mistakes from those penalties. Yeah, we had good penetration by one of the seven guys, Hampton, <laughs> uh, Jonah Wall, or Post. They all in in seven. Couldn't see which one actually got in the tackle. But uh, having an extra 
guy on your defensive <laughs> will help that. It, it, it typically does. So clock at 2.15 and counting here as it'll bring up a second, sorry, a first down and short, and they'll give it off and quickly to the corner and into the end zone is Mr. Veach. He takes it for a four-yard touchdown run. Great footwork by the running back there. He was trying to get outside, but uh, Eagles did a good job of getting upfield. But good footwork to get back inside, follow his blocker, and basically untouched. However, this does set up an opportunity to see the two-minute offense for the Eagles, and they have a two-for-one possession opportunity because they will get the ball to start the second half. They are going to try a two-point conversion. They'll give it off to Edge to uh, Kirkwood, and he yeah. will be in there for the two-point conversion. Same play they ran on the last two-point conversion. It's a quick hit, quick dive right off of guard tackle, and uh, just like last time, Eagles offensive line, sorry, the Mustang off the line, offensive line did a good job of getting a good push. And look at that, we're tied, 28 to 28. So we're going to take a break here and be back. As you said, we are tied 28 apiece. With 2.07 left here in the first half, we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We've seen the Eagles take it to the house. Be another good time to see him take another one. But I don't think they're going to get the opportunity. As we're tied at 28 apiece, well, I take that back. We might get to see it. The Mustangs line up kind of in a muddle huddle. Now they decide again to do another onside kick, and they're going to recover it. As the Eagles' hands team does not come up with it, comes off of the shin of one of the up men, and I guess we won't get to see their two-minute drill. We'll get to see the Mustangs' two-minute drill. Wow, this momentum thing has really been crazy tonight. (laughs) It is definitely in favor of the Mustangs now. That is an unfortunate break for the Eagles. As they'll hand it off far side, Veach, he'll get short yardage on the play. Good job by the Eagles defense that time. Got up field, got their hands out there, slowed it down for just a short gain. So clock rolling under minute 50 here in this first half. We're tied at 28 apiece. Eldon will have a second and seven. They'll give it off again, taking it straight up the middle. Yeah, it's the quick dive on the right-hand side. The same play they've used a couple times on two-point conversions. That's been working really well for them. And again, nice push by the right side of the Mustang offensive line there. So Kirk Wegg takes it 
I think he's going to come out. He's sort of nursing his leg a little bit. He's going to come out this play. So I'll bring up a third and short. Third and one as Hess will come up under center. Again, has a receiver here on the near side, two in the backfield. He'll drop back, fakes it, looking downfield, has his receiver open. Caught it at the 20, down at the 25. As the receiver was able to get behind the defense, that caught by Tevin Eldridge. Great catch by the wide receiver there. The ball was cut down his ankles. We did a good job of catching the ball. Good fake. That time the Mustangs faked it to their their stud running back, Mr. Beach. And we had at least two guys, two guys uh, flowed to him, and that just caused the player to be wide open. So the Mustangs will take their first time out. 50.8 seconds left here in the first half of action as we're tied at 28 apiece in a game that has been, uh, it has been a track meet at times. It has been a chess match at times. Just depends on what's happening. He said 50.8 seconds left here in this first half. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. Here on the Show Me Sports Network, we're just after 8 o'clock. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze. We bring you the coverage all season long. Be a plug, too. If you haven't done so, be sure and like our Facebook page. Just search for Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us on Facebook. We try to post uh, just various things, anything the team's got going on, we try to share it. We also post our uh, starting lineup graphics and some other things so you get an idea of who's starting each week and uh, just some other things. So we appreciate the support. So if you haven't done so, be sure and like our page. Just search again, Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us there. So after the timeout, they'll give it straight up the middle. And got thrown back but had, what, three, four yards? Yeah, quick hit up the middle. Eldon's uh, getting ready to snap the ball again, so they called two plays on that last timeout. Trying to preserve those timeouts, so they'll get set again. Kirk Wedge carried it last time. He'll get that one again straight up the middle dive. He'll have, again, short yardage. Yeah, good. Basically, it's a quick dive at the middle. Again, it's that same play they've been using to get the two-point conversions. Uh, the Eagles have kind of caught on a little bit and have kind of held both those plays to uh, just about two, three yards tops. So good job of the defense, good job of the linemen um, causing some congestion, good job of the linebackers staying in their lanes, staying home, and good job wrapping up and keeping them, the game to a bare minimum. Well, we're bringing up a third and three ball at the seven-yard line. They can't get a first down without actually getting into the end zone. Can the Mustangs as we're tied at 28 apiece. 28.1 seconds left here in the first half. As we said, been a chess match of sorts, and it's been a track meet at times. And it's been everything in between. So 28.1 seconds left here before halftime. Good clock management there as the Mustangs called two plays, took both of those, quickly ran those two plays before they were able to call a timeout here on this third down. They are three of four on third downs so far in the game, so doing quite well. Hesso be up under center again, and we just gave him first and goal. 
Yeah, the Mustangs have done a good job throughout the first half of mixing up the snap counts, and uh, that's proven to, to get us at least twice. And I will say that uh, we do have some new players in that haven't seen a lot of time, but that's one of the first things you learn about in football. One of the Ten Commandments is thou shalt not cross the plane of the ball before the ball is snapped. Unfortunately, though, I do think we had a senior that time got off the no need to name names, though. So it'll be a handoff for Veach, and he just dances, prances to the end zone. He takes it from three yards out. Yeah, it's just a, a counter to the, the left-hand side. Pull your backside lineman. Veach does an excellent job of waiting for those linemen to get there, and he turns it straight upfield to lineman. Um, these Mustang linemen do a fantastic job pulling and getting their he helmets on somebody. Uh oh, what the heck? <laughs> well, they tried for a uh, PAT, and uh, we'll just say it was no good. It uh, <laughs> it was just a kerfuffle from the start. So 23.9 seconds left as that drive was a three-yard touchdown run by Veach. It was eight plays, 49 yards, and gives the lead back to the Mustangs at 34 to 28. Well, what, this is certainly an exciting game. That is, sure that is true. We're doing on a Friday night and they watch some high school football, watch some teams go back and forth at it. Momentum swinging back and forth. Seeing some great offensive line play. Seeing some great offensive play calls by the coaches, by both teams. And it's beautiful weather. It's a beautiful night. Perfect opportunity. I can't think of a better way to close out the last Friday of September by spending it here at the football stadium watching some football. Only thing I don't like is the score. That's that's all I don't like right now. So again, Eldon will kick it off here. Deep back to receive is Smith and Morris. We'll see if Eldon's going to try to onside kick it again. They kind of make a muddle huddle, and then they break out of it. But last time they did that, they were able to come up with the onside kick. And they are going to squib kick it directly out of bounds. Yeah, that time the kicker was about two yards deeper in the kickoff formation. So not surprised they kicked a little deep that time. But they, you know, good field position, which I guess, you know, it's a safe safe play call. You know, we didn't break it for a touchdown or anything. Yeah, it made a beeline and what ended up in about the fourth, third or fourth uh, lane out there on the track. Yeah, it wasn't even close. It's almost like they purposely kicked it out of bounds. That's kind of what I thought, too. Of. All right, so. So what do you do if you're coaching right now? Well, typically we might see a screen pass in this type of situation. We've done that a lot in the past, but our passing game's been pretty good. Haven't thrown the ball much to Tate. I don't know if it's turf toe, and I've had one of those in the past, and those things, those are horrible. So they'll start at the 40-yard line. They are going to quick pass it out to Morris. He'll take a stutter step, be spun around, still on his feet. And he'll gain a couple of yards and takes a couple of tough shots on the tackle. Timeout called. 
second of the half for the yeah. Eagles. Good defensive tackling there. Um, our offensive lineman's got to be careful. One of our guys uh, kind of threw the guy who's blocking down the ground. So I'm sensing some frustration. And our seniors got to get their heads together and get some composure. Uh, we surely don't want this to get, get ugly at all. Well, Coach Tracy talked about it in the pregame that they knew coming into this, Eldon was going to be ready to play, and they were going to bring it. And if you weren't ready, they're going to pop up and pop you in the mouth. And I think that's a good case right now. What's happened here, at one point it was a 21-12 score after the end of the first quarter. And then it was a 28-12 ball game. Shortly thereafter, in this early part of the second quarter, and now as we're waning down with 15.3 seconds left in the second quarter, it's 34-28 to 28 in favor of the Mustangs. This momentum has just been crazy. <laughs> back and forth. It's unbelievable how much the momentum has gone back and forth. So it'll be second and eight. Ball at the 41-yard line for the Eagles. 15.3 seconds left. Twin receivers either way. Low snap, but Stillman gets it. Double teamed here on the near side. He's rolling to the far side, and he's going to be taken down, and he oh dropped my. the football. That is the worst, oh worst-case scenario that could happen. Yeah, so had pressure up the middle there. Um, and that forced Hayden to his left. And like most high school quarterbacks going to your left when you're right-handed, Bad things happen, and that was exactly what happened. Um, he was outside the tackle box, but just not sure if he was able to get the ball out anyway. So we got basically one play, one shot for Eldon. 6.3 seconds left on the play clock. Ball is at the 28-yard line of the Eagles. That is what makes this scary. As you said, they've got one chance here, and we know that this Mustang offense has the potential to punch it in, and if they were to do so, that means they've scored twice in less than 30 seconds as Eagles defense runs on somebody late. Trip receivers here near side. Hess rolling to the near side. He's going to look downfield and overthrows everybody. Three receivers there, and look like one was doing his taxes. The other two were not sure what route they were running, and the closest man to it was Morris for the Eagles. Yeah, Miscommunication between him and his big brother. His big brother kind of turned it in short. He threw it deep. I'm going to say is the big brother made the wrong call that time because I'm not sure why you would turn the ball in on the 10-yard line when one last play. But, uh, again, it's a nice-looking nice quarterback out there for, for a sophomore. Well, that will take us to halftime here <laughs> as the Eagles trail 34-28. to We'll pause. And we'll be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. 
Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Mm -hmm. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Well, we're back here at halftime as the Eagles had the lead for much of the first half, but the Mustangs have hung around and taken the lead back as they lead by a score of 34 to 28 here at halftime. As we'll take a look at the scoring summary. Give me one second here and I will get the scoring summary up to date as it is very full. So the Mustangs got on the scoreboard first as they scored on a two-yard touchdown run. That was by their senior in Bryce Veach, 6'1", 225-pound senior. He scored on a two-yard play. The PAT was no good. That made it 6 to nothing in the first quarter with 8.05 left. That capped a 10-play, 80-yard drive. And went down the field. Then Eldon would score again, this time on a 44-yard touchdown pass from Hess to Veach. Two-point conversion was no good. That was a one-play, 44-yard drive with 6.52 left to go in the first quarter. That made it a 12-0 ball game. And that coming after getting a fumble recovery after the Eagles put it on the grass. Then... The Eagles would get some life as Morris takes it 80 yards to the house on the ensuing kickoff. PAT was good by Salter. That was with 6.40 left in the first quarter. That made it a 12-7 ball game in favor of the Mustangs. And then the Eagles would score again, this time on a 34-yard touchdown pass. That was from Stillman to Ash. 
That PAT was good by Salter. That was a one-play, 34-yard drive. That came with five minutes and 39 seconds left to go in the first quarter. That gave the lead to the Eagles at 14-12. Then Southern Boone County would score again, this time on a three-yard run by Bowles. PAT was good by Salter. That was an eight-play, 57-yard drive. That came with 53.7 seconds left to go in the first quarter. That made it a 21-12 score in favor of Southern Boone County. That did take us to the end of the first quarter. Then in the second quarter, the Eagles would score again. That their fourth score in a row. They scored on a 32-yard touchdown pass from Stillman to Morris. PAT was good by Salter. That was a two-play, 89-yard drive. That's set up by a 60-yard about 60-yard run by Bowles. That came with 9.20 left to go in the first half. That made it a 28-12 score in the second quarter. Then Eldon would put on the fireworks show as they would score on a 35-yard touchdown pass from Hess to Beach. The two-point conversion was good. That was a five-play, 54-yard drive. That came with seven 41 left in the first half. That cut the score at uh, 228 to 20 in favor of Southern Moon County. Then Eldon would score on a four-yard touchdown run by Veach. A two-point conversion was good. That made it a uh, that was a six-play, 66-yard drive. That was with 207 left in the first half. That made it a tie ball game at 28 apiece. And then a final score coming from Eldon with a three-yard touchdown run by Veach. The PAT was no good. That was an eight-play, 49-yard drive with 23.9 seconds left to go before halftime, and that made it a 34-28 score. And that is what took us to halftime as we currently sit with the Eagles trailing 34-28. Mike has been working hard on getting some scores here to give you at halftime. I believe, uh, Mike, you ready to give us some of those scores? I am ready. All right, so we've got Hallsville playing at Osage. Hallsville's leading 14-0 right now. Uh, Mexico getting their first big test of the year. They're going against the Hannibal Pirates, who are 4-0, and also in the class, I believe they're class 4A, and they are losing right now 28-14. So that Hannibal is a really good team. They knocked off uh, the Helias team uh, in week one this year, and Helias has not lost since then. Blair Oaks, I think we all were expecting Blair Oaks to kind of come back with a vengeance this week against Versailles. They're up 35-7 to at halftime. Boonville in California, got a good game going on there. Boonville is up 16-8 to over the Pintos of California. Um, let's see, Fulton and Moberly. Moberly is ahead 25-14. to Both teams there looking for their first win of the year. Uh, Battle versus Popular Bluff. Battle is up 14 to 7. Rockbridge is losing 23 to 7 to Elias. Both of those teams are 3 and 1. Again, Elias has one loss to a 4 0 Hannibal team. Jefferson City, the Jays are being the Cap- Capital City Cavaliers of Jefferson City, 35 to 7 halftime. Grandview is beating Father Tilton. 21 to 14 at halftime, and the last score I have is Fayette is up on Westran, 24 to 7. Well, it sounds like uh, I think everybody's been taking our advice, and it sounds like there's some good games going on across our area here 
As we said, beautiful night for football. Sun has went down. It went down quite a while ago, but <laughs> nice, uh, nice evening. It's a great temperature, and the breeze has kind of calmed down a little bit. It's there, but it's not really having any effect in the ballgame so far. As the band's still out performing here at halftime, the band of Eldon, they done a nice job here entertaining yeah, us nice, at halftime. nice-sounding band. Kudos to them. So Both teams still in the locker room here. As we said, this has been a chess match at times. This has been a track meet at times. And both teams having to make some gutsy calls. Both teams making some good calls. Both teams not making some good calls. But overall, I'm very pleased and proud of what the Eagles have done so far in this first half. As I am as I am as well. Now, the second half, what I'd like to see from the Eagles to do, I think they need to get some composure a little bit. I was seeing some mental mistakes um, occurring at the, at the end of the first half there, including some by our seniors. We want to keep those down. Defensive line has to watch the ball better. Um, twice now, they have um, jumped off sides. They, they, we think they did a third time too, but, but uh, definitely got a favorable call on that one. Besides that, they got to take care of the ball. Offensive line needs to continue to get off on a good snap. We need to vary the snap count ourselves. I'm not seeing um, Eldon uh, trying to jump at all at this point. So, Eldon, um, I think they're they're obviously in a good good spot. They got a lead right now. They got their best player only playing on offense right now. So, you would think by the fourth quarter, he should be running pretty well, not being too tired against our defense where. The bulk of our defensive players are playing offense as well. So uh, mental mistakes is going to be, I think, where it's going to be at in the second half. I agree 100% on that. And the, the good thing with that is those are things that are correctable. You know, they're, they're things that they can work on, that they can correct. And, uh, you know, you don't always like to uh, get called out on them sometimes, but they're things that they just need to watch the ball rather than listening to the cadence. They, uh, certainly that our, our things are, are fixable, however, you know, they, they just have to do their job. That's something that Coach Trent Tracy talks about to his Eagle squad is they just have to do their job. They know what it is. They're running some different schemes tonight. They're running some different coverages, some different packages on defense. They've got a hog package in there that they've ran quite a bit tonight, and uh, basically it's just bringing an extra lineman in to uh, try to stop the run game, and it's been relatively effective for most most of the night. So, they just have to keep doing their job, believe in themselves, believe in their teammates, and, uh, you know, probably the other thing, like you said, is don't put the ball on the ground. Both teams actually need to think about that. As both teams have fumbled it twice, they've both lost two fumbles. So, But uh, the penalties definitely weighing too far in favor of Southern Boone County unofficially. I've got six penalties for the Eagles, just two for Eldon right now. Five first downs for... Southern Boone County, 14 for Eldon. So he said both teams having two fumbles and losing both of those fumbles. For Southern Boone County, they're 0 of 2 on third downs right now, 0 of 1 on fourth down. They did go for that, though, but they what came up, I think, two yards short, gone going for it. But I like the play call, the decision. For Eldon, they are 3 of 5 on third downs and 0 of 1 on fourth downs. And uh, neither team has had a quarterback sack, but Southern Boone County, Stillman has been knocked down once, and that's when he actually had the fumble, and then uh, been hurried out of the pocket once. But, you know, 
you get a little bit different feel when you watch this game versus looking at these stats because that normally would be a concerning point is that you only have five first downs in the first half of action, but considering several of their drives didn't need a first down because they were one play, it was on a kickoff, or two plays, they had a very short succession that they had to work the ball up the field, and when you do that, you don't rack up a lot of first downs. Yeah, the Eagles definitely have the ability to be more explosive, um, in my opinion, than the Mustangs. Uh, certainly the offense that you run has a lot to do with that, uh, being a good throwing team that the Eagles are. But uh, you got to have balance, and usually the better running team is usually the one that wins the game, especially at this level, even when you're running a spread offense. So. Nice big plays. Uh, I think if, uh, if I'm the Eldon coaches, I'm in their locker room telling their guys that we got we can't give up the big play. We can't give up the big play. So certainly uh, kickoffs. Uh, I don't think we're going to see any any uh, chances to return kicks after that kickoff return for a touchdown. We haven't since then. They've all been squibbed or offsides at least uh, twice. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a hell of a second half. Well, both teams still in the locker room right now, so we're going to take a quick break and then be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573-634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Riverwell Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, both teams finally made their way back onto the field as coaches taking as much time as possible to be able to talk to their teams and get them set here for the second half of action. Just after 8.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network, Blake Gazzle here with you, joined by Mike Freeze. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. And uh, hopefully we'll be bringing you some other Eagles activities as well. Just trying to work out some logistics and uh, get some other things ironed out. But 
We look to have a long partnership with the Eagles and cover some of the different athletic activities and actually some of the other happenings. I do want to mention, too, they have a new athletics Facebook page. Just search for Southern Boone County Athletics, I believe is what it is. Search and find that. They have a lot of uh, good information that pertains to the athletic teams and try to give them some coverage where they can, as well as you can also get signed up for the uh, text message program. That is also very helpful. You see one of the Eagles players down there on the bench that his night is done. I can't tell who that is exactly. He's got some ice that he's putting on his right arm or right elbow. Could that be Nathan West? I I think you're right. I was trying to remember who it was that came off, and I believe you're right. I think that is West. So, again, that's just just some speculation on our part of what he did, but I think it's safe to say his night will be done. Coming into the game, he's actually a team-leading tackler with 29 tackles, 12 solo as one sack, and three uh, three thrown for loss. That was all coming into the game tonight as to start the second half we'll go into the hands of the Eagles well, we've seen them have some problems taking these squib kicks or the onside kicks from the Mustangs so both teams both coaches Head coaches kept their players in for quite a long time during halftime there. You normally don't see the team stay that long into the, the, the halftime. So both coaches, both coaching staffs are trying to make some halftime adjust, adjustments. Um, you never know when that one less thing may help. I'm sure that each defensive coordinator is trying to come up with a little bit of adjustments. Uh, I was given the, the hint that, that ours was trying to had some something up his sleeve. He wouldn't tell me what, but he did say something. He had something up his sleeve. Yeah, we're not privy to that information yet, but we're yeah. working on it. Yeah, we'll try. Anyway, but uh, fantastic first half. I expect nothing but the same type of play in the second half. You know, Eldon is does have a history of being in some crazy wild games. Uh, here's a few that I found from the last couple of years. 72 to 69. 82 to 48. 69 to 20, 72 to 33, and 70 to 57. So this Eldon program, they are used to being in some crazy wild games, and it seems like half of those are usually against Owensville. Owensville and Eldon, they love to go back and forth and put some points on the board. We're on track at least to possibly be on the high end of some of those score totals that you were alluding to. As both teams look like they are set to get the second half underway, as we said, the Eagles will receive the football to start the second half. Just a matter of how they're going to get it. So they break the muddle huddle. It's still a squib type kick that's going to go out of bounds. Goes here on the near side. That's the third different lining up that I've seen the kicker do in the the last three kicks. I had to make sure that that was the kicker who was kicking it, not somebody else. Yeah, he uh, he lined up on the opposite side of the ball that time, and uh, and he was short, shallow, and uh, so far when he lines up like that, it's pretty much going to guarantee going to be an onside kick. Uh, That was their their attempt. 
Uh, if you recall earlier in the game, it bounced off one of our guys off our player's shin. That time it dismissed and uh, scored right through out of bounds for a for a penalty. So Eagles, good good field position. Let's see this offensive line fire off the ball here, guys. The Eagles will have it to start the second half. Ball spotted at their own 35-yard line. Twin receivers either way. They'll give it up the middle to Bowles. Looks like somebody got a fingertip on him and drug him down. Unable to break out of that hand tackle as he was yeah, headed by. It's that 300-pound nose guard that got in between our center and uh, center and right guard and was able to, to make the tackle going to, to the other side. So good quickness by the big man for Eldon. That is a big paw that he put on Bowles. So again, same formation for the Eagles going left to right on your screen as quick pass off to... Oh. John Tate, and he's going to be spun around, but he's going to get up and say he's okay. You know, he's got a uh, turf toe issue and also had a, had the uh, ankle injuries. So. Yeah, good concentration on that by old Tate John. Uh, Hayden just turned and spun and threw it quickly out to him. Um, bobbled the ball a little bit, John did, but he kept hold of it and uh, got a nice uh, nice five-yard play on that. On that. That's uh, down. So to bring up third and four, they'll send Glass in motion. And uh, oh, just a busted play wow. as Glass runs into Stillman. They meet at the point of the football, and he is going to be thrown down for a loss. That was a fabulous play by number 60 on their team, V.J. Jones, a sophomore. We're going to see him a lot, aren't we? Anyway, he basically got through. He was the guy that we're trying to option off that time. But he, instead of sitting there like a dead duck, he went and made made the pressure and basically tackled both players at the same time. So we'll bring up a fourth down here. Stillman will jog over kind of to the near side, and then he will pooch kick it. Is this going to get a huge Eagles bounce inside the 20? And it'll be down near the 17-yard line or so. So Stillman just kind of surveyed the defense, steps here on the near side, and then pooch kicks pooch kicks it. Yeah, it was about a 43-yard net on that punt, so excellent job. Um, normally, that's a fairly short, high kick that's going to cause them not to return it. And thankfully, that time, we got the lucky bounce, lucky roll. So nice job there, but good job for the Mustangs there to stop that series. And that is not how the Eagles wanted to start off their first possession in the second half. They trail 34-28 to here. Could not get anything going on the first drive. So Hess will be up under center. He'll give it on the dive to the middle. Now goes on the far side. And Kirkwidge doesn't get a lot on it, but he is thrown back, so he'll have forward progress. Yeah, there's a good job by the defensive line. Again, we're, we're running our hog defense there. Got six linemen up in there. Um, Got Bob Andrew on defensive end on the left-hand side, and he did a good job of getting penetration up in there. So did Sam Hampton and Jonas Sapp and uh, Donegan. Fantastic job, and that left nothing but the linebacker to come in and clean things up. Oh, removed again. Didn't go. Yeah, I think they got back. No contact, but we had oh, about three Eagles, and Do Beach is going to be off to the races. We might have want the penalty Yeah. as he's going to be off to the races. He puts on the afterburners. He takes it. A total of 81 yards to the house. The big guy shows that he's got really good speed in the open. Uh, we've seen him all night. 
kind of run through people, kind of quick steps to, to make people miss, spinning. That time has nothing but turn on the afterburners once he got through the initial line of scrimmage and break the first tackle. Yeah, it almost reminds me of somebody who just has short, stocky legs that just has a way to turn it over quickly. It's not big strides, but it's the number of strides that he can turn it over and put down as he takes it 81 yards to the house. Yeah, not to demean anything. It's it's not the prettiest sprinting, running, breakaway speed, but he does have it. It's very effective. He's a nice-looking player. They're going to go for a two-point conversion. Rolling on the far side is Hess. He's looking for the end zone. He's got his receiver. And it is two-point conversion good. Tell you what, I'm really liking this sophomore quarterback for Eldon. He's making nothing but great decisions. Uh, they are rolling him out quite a bit. And when he does roll out, he does get his feet set when he throws. So um, good job for the coaches getting him out outside the pocket where he's got some space and got some time. He's very patient. He makes good, smart decisions, good throws, uh, and he's only a sophomore. So with 9-17 left here in this third quarter, it's now a 42-28 score in favor of the Mustangs. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Well, another onside kick is tried, however... The Eagles are going to be able to get on it. Great job by Drayton Speed there. The sophomore did a great job of, he saw the ball bounce right in front of him. He did a great job of going after and getting it, getting it down. Instead of waiting for it to, to get the young, he went to cover up about the nine yards down. A lot of times their young kickoff players, return players will let the ball come to them and that's usually when you get smashed really good by the kickoff team. So, Yeah, good job on his part. So we'll be on the 49-yard line of Eldon. So now it's a 42-28 ball game in favor of Eldon. Stillman will have trips on the far side, one near side. They'll pitch it off to Smith. He will get to the line of scrimmage and cut down quickly. Eldon's running a 4-3 defense here, so they got three linebackers, and they are flowing through the ball pretty well right now. Number 60 again, get out there. Ah, 50, yeah, not 60. But anyway, uh, nice job by the defense there. They did a good job of stretching the, the play out and good job by their linebackers to fill. We need the offensive lineman to kind of kick into that extra gear and get tough. Smith actually loses about a half yard. In trip receivers, near side one, far side. Quickly up the middle is Smith. He's got the first down and more, and he's going to break it to the 30. Makes one man miss, still on his feet inside the 20. Oh, we had a nice counter that time to the left-hand side. We pulled our right guard on our right tackle, and Sam Hampton, I need to buy you a cheeseburger meal or something. That was a fantastic job pulling. Got a fantastic block on the linebacker. He was trying to fill from the inside out. And that left a great big hole for Bradley Smith to run through. So, Mr. Hampton 
Hats off to you, buddy. That was an awesome block. The ball be spotted. Looks like at the 14-yard line. So the Eagles can get a first down without getting in. They'll try same play. the same play. Delayed handoff. Brought Glass from the far side. Give it off to Smith. Try to counter it far side, and he'll pick up about uh, five yards or so. Yeah, same play again. Just counter to the left. Pull your right guard and right tackle. This time the Mustangs did a better job of filling that the whole that time. So that'll bring up a second and five. It's like ball spotted right about the 10-yard line. Again, Eagles working left to right on your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app. So they'll have two backs in the backfield this time. Up under center is Stillman. They'll give it off to the second man through. That's Bowles, and he'll be upended near the five. Basically two running backs in there. Um, last week, uh, Mr. Taylor did a fantastic job of lead blocking when he couldn't do much with carrying the ball so with his uh, PVC pipe in his, in his taped-up hand. Um, good job again. Getting the, the block and good job falling forward. Just shy of the first down. So twin backs again is up under center is Stillman. He'll keep it himself. Quarterback sneak. He'll be near the goal line. He needed one. Got about got three. Yeah, that time the offensive line went foot to foot on their line splits. And if you recall last week, they did that quite a bit when they were doing some quarterback sneaking, just like the touchdown to win the game last week. And that's what they did that time. Foot to foot. Quarterback sneaked up the middle. Looks like they're going foot-to-foot again. So it'll be first and goal ball at the two. Stillman up under center. He'll get it. Well, you knew that was coming, but they're pushing the pile. No signal yet. And they say touchdown. Stillman gets a two-yard touchdown quarterback keeper to cut that lead down. Yeah, you just line up foot-to-foot offensive linemen and let your beef go on top of their beef and this push. And that was a fantastic job by the offensive line causing a uh, nice big surge to get the three yards for the touchdown. I do want to say, too, that the two backs there, they pushed the pile. They did not push the the quarterback, as that is frowned upon in most leagues. So they pushed the pile. Salter in for the kick. It's up, and it's good. So the Eagles trying to stay in the game and cut that lead down. They now trail. 42 to 35. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, <laughs> oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh-huh. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. That's Kathy Rush at REMAX Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-741-305. The Eagles march downfield 49 yards. Capped off by a two-yard touchdown run by Stillman as they cut that lead down at 42-35. to 35. Salter will tee up the kick. Another high side-winding kick is going to bounce at the 10 and make a left-hand curve about two yards shy of the goal line and go out of bounds. 
Yeah, the Mustangs did not have Mr. Beach in and not back in that time. We still try to kick it, kicked it away. I think he's trying to catch his breath after that 81-yard run. might be, yeah. So, you know, trying to corner kick it, but the ball rolled out of bounds, and now they get the ball to the 35-yard line. So good field position. All right, we got some backups on defensive line in. Let's see if these guys can uh, add some energy. Add, let's go, guys. Let's see who we got in there. So balls, you said, will be spotted at the 35-yard line. Clock stopped, 6.50 left to go here oh, in this third gosh. quarter. And they're just going to take it straight up the middle. Well, they didn't get much on that, but, man, the left side, especially of the Mustangs off its line, fired off really well made a good push. But uh, thankfully, in the chess match upstairs and on the field, the coaches had more guys there than they could block. So that was a good play call from the coaches there to get our guys in the right spots. But... Uh, just picks up four yards there to bring up a second and six ball at the 39-yard line. And two, uh, one receiver near side, two far side. Hess up under center. He'll give it to Veach, trying to work the far side. Now he cuts back in the middle. He's still on his feet across the 45, down near midfield. He drug at least three guys the last five yards in that play there. And I was getting ready to say that was a good job by our defensive line to uh, follow the ball and get in on the tackle there. Uh, I think Donigan, yeah. I think Donigan did a good job, but wasn't enough there. So will be a new set of downs. That's the 14th first down of the ball game for the Mustangs. They lead 42 to 35. And working right to left on your media center or app, however you're choosing to listen to it, or if you're listening to it as an archive game on your podcast platform of choice. So a new set of downs. Hessel drop back has a receiver. Downfield, and it's going to be over. Shot as Mark was looking for Dallas Hardy. Was well over the senior's head. Yeah, good coverage by the sophomore Austin Evans on that time. He did a good job of, uh, it looked like they were trying to go for the, to get the flag on that one. But uh, anyway, still a good throw by the young quarterback. He threw it to only where his guy could get it. Our guy could not, but our guy was covered well, was covering well. Got to get some defensive pressure on that quarterback to see if we can't make him make a mistake when he throws. The clock stopped at 534. Another quick hitter straight up the middle. And each will have, still pushing the pile. He'll have about six, five, six yards. And one of the Eagles players down on its back right now. Yeah, the Eagles defensive line did a fine job of getting that in there and causing that, but they're running back. And again, it wasn't Veach, that was the, the smaller running back, kept on pumping his legs and getting the pile going forward. So good job by those guys. You're correct. That was Kirkwedge, the 5'11", 195-pound senior. One of the linemen is down. I believe it's, well, it might be one of the linebackers. I can't tell now. I'm, I'm doubting myself, but one of the Eagles players is laying flat on his back near the 50. Yeah, it's always good until you know for sure. He's in some pain of and discomfort of some kind. Both teams will take a knee. Clock stopped, 522 left to go here in this third quarter. In a game that we've said has been a chess match at times. Other times it has been a shootout. Taylor. So Ben Taylor gets 
A hand from the crowd as he has helped up. Walking off on his own, so hopefully maybe just lost some air. He's not favoring anything it looks like, so hopefully he'll be back after a play. I agree. Hopefully he just, just got the wind knocked out of him. If you're going against uh, the, uh, as you could say, the big hogs on their own side, that's what the defense is running is the hog defense, but they're matching up with the Mustangs there. Yeah, the Mustangs, Easy to do. The Mustangs hogs, their offensive linemen, for those who have been following football for a long time, it is a common uh, call your offensive lineman hogs. So third and five is rolling on the far side with the quarterback keeper as Hess Hill had the first down. Picks up seven, eight yards. We'll see where they officially mark him out. Yeah, that was a quarterback keeper all the way. Did a little fake to dive to the left and kept it himself. Called design play and did a nice nice run there. Looks like they're working on the right shoulder area. Now they're looking at the left shoulder area. Might be trying to get Taylor's shoulder pads off. Makes me think maybe collarbone. Something in that area they're going to be looking at. So a new set of downs here. Again, handed off on the end around. Ball carrier picks up short yardage. Yeah, that was very well covered by the Eagles defense that time. Um, they ran the basically tossed to the left. They pulled an offensive lineman. And defense did a good job coming in, filling up the lanes. Just uh, got some new fresh bodies in there. Got Jonah Sapp and... Sam Hampton, they're fresh. Yeah, that defense really stretched out the play and just gave uh, the Mustangs. I mean, they just really just ran out of real estate is, is what happened. So they'll have second and eight as rolling on the far side is Hess. He's got a little bit of pressure. He's going to throw a comebacker to his receiver, and they'll say, did he catch it? Yeah. He caught it over on the sideline, but for a relatively short game. Just like we've seen a few times tonight, they're called sprint out rollouts by the quarterback to the right-hand side, which being right-handed, it's his favorite side to roll out to. And he was patient that time and uh, just threw a nice strike to get get a few yards. Good job by the defensive line. Did for the first time on that rollout play, put a little bit of pressure, causing him to throw the ball a little bit earlier. We'll bring up a third and four ball just across the 35-yard line. Third and four clock rolling under three and a half to go here in this third quarter. They'll hand it off on the dive straight up the middle. Looks like they picked it up. Not by much. Got about four and a half, but they got enough. Yeah, when you look at this, we're running a six-man line. So six, That's you don't see that a lot these days in high school, and they still man-on-man. Pushed our guys downhill to get to get the four to five yards that they need. So, very impressive offensive line, very impressive running game right now for the Mustangs. Well, they are down looking at that left shoulder, left uh, pectoral area for Ben Taylor down on the sidelines. So, new set of downs for the Mustangs. They continue to march downfield. They'll give it off. Working the near side here is Vichy's does a stiff arm, but nice job of Morris to take him down after eating a stiff arm. Excellent tackle that time. Eagle coaches are getting some fresh faces in there right now on defense, trying to keep that line fresh, trying to hopefully extra energy against their linemen who may be getting tired. But, yeah, great defense that time. Clock continuing to roll under 2.20 to go here in this third quarter. The Eagles trailing the Mustangs 42-35. 
Hess will be up under center, has two backs. They'll give it on the first oh. man through. Spun around, he'll have short yardage. That was Kirkwedge. Great tackle by Jacob Bowles there. He saw that quick hitter coming right at him. Um, there was a hole there, but he came and filled it nicely to keep it to just a one- or two-yard gain. So it does bring up another third down. So far, still the same percentage they've had most of the game. It's their four of six on third downs is Eldon. So they're doing relatively good on the third down margin. Oh, Beach is out right now, so... If you're the defense of the Mustangs, you really have no idea what to see. They might take a quick, get a quick breath in. Play clock down to four, three, two. They will get the snap off. Rolling to the far side is Hess. Has a receiver wide open. And oh, got the ball. he dropped it. Hardy was looking for six points on the board, and he dropped the ball. He had nobody around him for ten yards. Coming from the far side. Over here on the near side, wide open, and he was licking his chops, ready to score. Yeah, the quarterback sprint out to the right, like we've seen a lot of times to the, tonight, and he normally in that play would throw the, the seven or ten yard out to his side. This time, though, he stopped, playing his feet and threw backwards, and the guy was wide open. He delivered a perfect pass right to the guy's hands, right to his numbers, and he dropped it. Clock stopped a minute, 22 again, two on the play clock, one. And they're going to have to call a timeout as back-to-back plays now for the Mustangs. That They've got some, some substitutions in there. But back-to-back plays, they've had to call a timeout because they did not get the play in time. And they were not able to get set before the play clock ran down as the clock stopped a minute, 22. Here in this third quarter, the Mustangs of Eldon, 42. The Eagles of Southern Boone County, 35. In a Tri-Counties Conference matchup, but probably most importantly in a Class 3 District 5 matchup between the two teams. In a game that really the Eagles have to start winning a few of these district games. Well, if you're Eldon right now, here you have 4th and 2, 4th and 3, right at the 20-yard line. You just had a game last week where you had multiple occasions where you were in the red zone and did not score points. So... Are the Mustangs doubting themselves right now? Um, so we'll see what happens here. Well, I think right now the Mustangs are doubting who's supposed to be out there. As the last two plays for them, they have not had the right personnel out there, and they've had to call a timeout, burn one of those three timeouts. They have two remaining here in the second half. So they will and break Beach the huddle is, here. Beach is still out of the game. Just a seven-point lead again. Shift a couple players over here on the near side. Ten on the play clock. They'll give it off to their second man through. That's Kirkwedge, and he's going to be driven back. He'll get forward progress to the original Sam line of scrimmage. Hampton. Hampton, you're going to owe him two cheeseburgers by the end of the game. Yeah. Better start saving some money. Nice job, Sam. He got penetration. Um, certainly, is, he's one of our strengths of our defensive line going up against what you might want to say is their short weakness. They don't have a lot on their offensive line, but they did a fantastic job getting penetration and getting a hand on the ball carrier. And that was the smaller ball carrier, number 27. He was able to slow him down until his fellow teammates came and finished the play. So nice job, Mr. Hampton. Nice job, Eagles defense. Let's see if we can't get this lead back or tied. So the Eagles get it back on their own 20. They'll have two receivers both ways. 
He'll give the handoff to Smith. He does a nice job of shedding a couple tacklers before he's taken down near the 25-yard line. Well, last week we saw Bowles run really, really hard, um, getting upfield, getting six, seven yards at a time. This week we're seeing uh, Bradley Smith getting some good hard running. Bradley does have some good speed, so if he were to get just get the littlest bit of green space, he could take it the rest of the way. The last play just shifted the hips over, picked him up another couple of yards. So he'll get, not get the handoff as Stillman will keep it himself. He's going to be upended at the 30. Decided to keep it himself, pulls it out of the belly of Smith. Yeah, I think that was a called called quarterback keeper run that time. Um, We haven't ran that play much this year. Naked, um, naked quarterback keeper over yeah. here. That's been a, a steady diet play of ours in the past, the last few years with Coach Tracy. We've had some really good running quarterbacks. We haven't seen it much this year with Hayden, but nice job. Got the first down, fell forward. They'll send a man in motion. Now they'll give it on the delayed handoff to Smith. He'll take it about four yards up the middle, and that should take us to the end of the third quarter, which it will. So that will take us to the end of three. After the end of the third quarter, it's 42 points for the Mustangs, 35 for the Eagles. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Got one quarter left in regulation as we will flip into the field. As the Eagles have the ball on their own 35-yard line. Started off on their own 20. They trail by seven at 42 to 35. Stillman will get the shotgun snap. He'll give it to his back, trying to work near side. That's Bowles with it. Bring up third down. He had to swing the counter to the left, pulling our offside linemen like we like they've done a lot in this uh, second half, and to to really good success that time there though. The defensive end came up and just laid a one hell of a wallop on the first offensive lineman that caused the running back have to go inside a little quicker than he wanted to, and a good job by the Mustang defense to keep that down to just a two yard or so gain. So we'll bring up a third and four now. Again, twin receivers either side. Stillman will give it off, and Bowles cut down quickly. He falls for about a half a yard. He was just met in the backfield very, very quickly. Yeah, just a straight man-on-man trying to block, push the the downfield that time by the offensive lineman. Nothing crazy, no no pulling that time. And that time, the Elder Mustangs did a great job in their defensive line. 
So we'll see a fourth down now. It's fourth down and three. Clock rolling, 10.55 to go here in regulation. Stillman trying to dry the Mustangs off. They did not. He'll roll to the far side. Now he'll give another pooch kick. And Eldon will let it go. Doesn't take quite as good as Eagles bounce, but does take a bounce for them nonetheless. We'll be down at the 30. Yeah, it was a nice kick. Uh, didn't really roll at that time as much, but still got about a 30-yard net on that, and that's pretty good for high school. Like to see our linemen keep their composure. A little bit of extra curricular last time between our big stud and their big stud deep the nose guard. So hopefully they're just having a nice clean play and just kind of shake each other's hands and keep their heads for for a cooler ending to this game here. Well, that's been a beautiful night for football here in Eldon, Missouri, with the Southern Moon County Eagles coming to town. They said at one and three, trying to look for win number two as Mustangs will take over at the 30. They'll give it off on the far side. With it, ball carrier is going to be cut down for a loss. Bob Andert, fantastic defensive end play there. They were trying to get him hooked. He played it perfectly. He was deep as the ball, and that caused Mr. Veach to kind of go deeper. And when he did that, he was able to get his hand on him and take him down. Nice job, Bob Andert. That'll be a second and 15 now. So he said the the Eagles defense being able to make some substitutions and get some fresh bodies in there. That's something we haven't seen a lot this season. And so far, I've been very impressed with it. They've had guys that have really spent some time learning this defense, making sure they know exactly what they're supposed to do. It'll be second and 14. Hess will be up under center. Almost had somebody jump, but got back. Hess rolling to the near side, looking downfield. He's going to throw it up for grabs oh. and overthrew everybody. He had that coverage and a half there on his player. Yeah, it's great coverage again by the, the sophomore, Austin Evans. He's been calling his name quite a bit on good coverage that time. Another one of your rows to the right, designed that way by the Mustang coaches to give their sophomore quarterback some time. And the defense that time did a wonderful, awesome job of covering everybody. Jonas Sapp coming out for Salter. Yeah, for Salter. So it looks like we're going to go back to a more of a normal defense on third and 15 this time. So. We'll bring up a third and long here. Clock stop, 944. Here in this final quarter, the Eagles trail by seven. Dropping back, looks like almost the same play is Hess. He's going to throw it, and into the hands of Beach. Just threaded a needle through two Eagles players, and it will go for a 74-yard touchdown. But the flag. Yep, there's a flag. I don't see it, but sure looks like that's what. Right there at the 29-yard line. Oh, I see it now. So we'll be against the Mustangs. So that 74-yard touchdown threaded the needle pass. Talk about a gutsy throw. I mean, that one, when he he let go of that, I thought, oh, this is going to be his first bad decision of the game. Did Veach even break stride there? No, it was a perfect throw. Like, it's amazing. That is NFL caliber quality right there. What? And we had a well cover, too. We were right there with him. Yeah, other than covering him so much you get a flag for pass interference, I don't know how else you defend that. It just threaded the needle, did Hess. And if he continues, he's just a sophomore, his second year starting, but if he's got, if he continues to shine like he has been, I think these uh, last two seasons, I think he's got a chance to play some college ball. 
So one on the play clock. They'll get the snap off. Again, third and long here. They'll do a little screen pass pass up the middle, and it'll get shy of the 30. So they'll get near the original line of scrimmage. Very well covered by the Eagles defense that time. Um, We really haven't gotten a lot of pass pressure, even despite having five, six guys on the line. Uh, The Mustang offensive line have done a pretty good job. So, but still, that's one reason why that screen pass didn't work very well. So still a seven-point lead for the Mustangs as the score, 42-35. to 35. The Morris and Smith will be back to receive this punt. Low snap, a punter gets it, and a low end-over-end kick. Actually, that's Tate John, and Morris will get it, working the near side. He's at the 50, still on his feet. It's a foot race to the 40, the, the 45. He'll be dragged down near the 30, still going on his feet. He'll be inside near the 25-yard line before he's ushered out of bounds. A great return there. Fantastic return. Good job on the return blockers. Great job by Tate John to let the ball go over his head to the guy behind him, knowing that he can now be a blocker for his guy, and which he did. So good job, good decision by him. Um, that's something that's tough for young players to uh, to make that decision. All right, offensive linemen, it's on you guys. Got to get a score here. You see uh, Taylor is on the sideline still without his shoulder pads, so I think his night is done. Clock stopped, 8.32 left to go in regulation. The Eagles have the ball, a trail my seven. They'll have twin receivers on either side, one back in the backfield. Stillman will get the snap. He'll pass it off. Nice move. Of McKee to get around some traffic. He'll catch it and get out of bounds. Yeah, nice nice quick uh, throw out to the left flat. And a good job of making the first man miss. McKee gets a pass to his credit for the night. Sub in a couple of substitutions here will the Eagles as they pick up. Looks like about six yards on there. It'll be second and four. As 12 on the play clock, again, same formation. We see him run it pretty heavy. Shotgun for Stillman. Have one back behind him. Twin receivers on either side. Ball at the 18-yard line. They'll give it off to Bowles. Actually, Stillman will keep it himself. Does a nice man. Does a nice move to make one man miss. He'll be down near the 10. He's got a new set of downs. Yeah, it's the same play call we saw earlier um, in, I think, in the third quarter where it was a called, offense, or called quarterback run um, off tackle. Um, again, nice, good 8-10 yard play. Since we haven't run that much this year, the Mustang defense is not quite ready for it. So it looks like we have another option into our running game. So clock winding down under 8 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter, the final quarter regulation. Twins either way. They'll send one in motion, Stillman in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll pitch it off. Two bowls trying to work the far side. He will not be able to get the corner. But he will pick up short yardage. Now, that should be a penalty right there. As can't tell who that is, but somebody just got away with a cheap shot on Dane Donegan as he was down on the ground. The play was over, and somebody came up and just walloped him. So toss to the outside there. Mustang defense did a good job of filling the holes. Knew exactly where they needed to be. Ball spotted at the 8-yard line, trip receivers far side. They'll give it to Bowles. He steps across the line near the goal line, but not in yet. 
Nice tough run on that time. He pulled right tackle, right guard. Um, wasn't much of a hole there. Bowles did a fantastic job of keeping his legs going to gain what he did. We're going to see under center this time and foot to foot. So it should be third and goal now. Looks like the ball is at the three-yard line. Clock winding, 7.15 left in regulation. Seven-point lead in favor of the Mustangs, but the Eagles are knocking on the door. So they have a third and goal again at their at the three-yard line. They'll send one in motion, fake the handoff, pass it out, trying to get the screen route. Is that Salter? And they're going to say he is just shy. That goes Tate John. You're right, that is John. Yeah, nice quick throw, kind of fake to the left. Uh, I thought something might be up on the left-hand side. Our left-hand line were foot-to-foot that time, even though we were in the, the pistol or shotgun formation. One-yard line, fourth fourth down. And I think at this point, week five, you sit, foot. Yep, you yeah, sit at one and three. Quarterback sneak is probably what everyone's thinking is going to happen. We're going to see the Stillman special. He'll be up under center. He'll get the snap. Nope, we're wrong. They give it off up yep. the middle. And touchdown. That's what you got to do every once in a while. You got to hand the ball off. You got to make the defense guess what you're going to do. They get. They thought we were going to run the quarterback sneak. After all, it's what has happened twice uh, tonight and also last week. And this time, they, instead of quarterback sneak, you just turn around, hand it off. Offside right tackle, right behind your... Offensive line, mostly uh, Sam Hampton there. So Bowles gets a one-yard touchdown, and PAT is up. Looks long enough, straight enough, and it's good enough, and we are tied at 42 apiece. 6.23 left to go in regulation. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Yeah, the Eagles able to answer and tie it up at 42 apiece. That's a big touchdown that time. Tied 42-42 with 6.23 left. Were we expecting anything different? You know, we talked about it being a chess match as well as a shootout, and it's lived up to the hype we've given it. As Beach will have it go past him, he's got to get on it. He's going to take it and fall into the end zone. He touched it before he was... Into the end zone. I agree that should be a safety because he clearly touched it at the two, at the one and a half to the two yard line, and then he went back into the end zone. Yep, Mr. Official, you need to discuss that because that should be two points on the board as a safety. I'm no expert, but. I think you're right. That was a great kick by Salta there. 
That should yeah. be a safety if they rule as anything else, and they do rule it as a safety, so the lead goes back to the Eagles as a mental mistake by Veach. And we get the ball. And that's right, we get the ball back. So a two-for-one opportunity. Uh, you know what, I'm going to say it's a three-for-one opportunity because they scored, they get the safety, and then they get the ball back. Good job by the referees, the officials that time. They got together, told everyone to calm down, and they got the right call. I think they heard us up here in the booth. So Veach cost his team two points there and gives the lead back to Southern Boone County as he touched that in the field of play. About, what, the yard and a half, two-yard line, and then go went back into the end zone. All right, so we should have a punt formation for the Mustangs. So it should be an opportunity to get a good field position here. So this should be a great opportunity here for the Eagles. I'm trying to update the score here on my stats. Well, we are going to be allowed to kick it off on the 20. Still, it's going to be a good field position. Certainly, I would not expect them to scrub it to the 30 or 35-yard line. But they've done a little bit of everything on kickoffs. Oh, well, now they're going to. Yeah, it should be the free kick. Yeah, now they're going to. That's what I thought. You know, these officials, they've had a long night. They're going to benefit the doubt. So. Yeah. I think they've done a pretty good job. They have. They've done. They have done a good game. And like I said, they got together and talked through that, which I'm thankful for because it was a safety. So free kick. Will be end over end kicked to Morris. He'll take it at the 40-yard line on the far side. He's looking for a seam. He's got one across midfield, across the 40, breaking here the near side. He'll be shoestring, hemmed in, and then closed down quickly at the 40 of the Mustangs. Great field position at the 40-yard line of the Mustangs. So certainly getting a touchdown here would be fairly significant. <laughs> yeah, if they can milk the clock. Like to see a steady dose of the run game here. Milk the yep. clock. Run behind these hogs. Austin Owens, Jenna Sapp, Tyler Hildedick, Dane Donegan, and uh, Big Sam Hampton. So they will have it on the 40-yard line of the Mustangs. 6.20 left to go here in regulation. The Eagles lead by two at 44-42. They'll have twin receivers on both sides. Stillman will get the snap. Now they'll pitch it off on the end around to Morris. He's got a lot of room. He's got the corner. He's got 10 yards, stops, waits for some traffic to go. He'll be planted there, but picked up about 12 yards. Yeah, pace a nice little reverse. You know, historically, the Eagles have not run a lot of re reverses um, over the years, the Trent Tracy years, but we're seeing a lot more of them this year. And that was a well-timed, nice 10, 11 yards for a first down. Good running. I'd like to see him probably protect himself a little bit better, though. He did get... Hit pretty hard there toward the end. He was trying to pick up some extra yardage, but he's had tacklers at his feet and exposed himself, trying to push off and gain a few more yards. 
So they'll have a new set of downs. Ball at the 29-yard line. Stillman in shotgun. Two twin receivers either way. Low snap, but gets it. Gives it off to Smith. He sidesteps, working the far side. He'll pick up short yardage before he's tackled by a host of Mustangs. Not sure if that went to the right hole or not. Uh, we did pull a right guard to the left. And uh, he ran it back to the right. And that's where the defense filled in the hole pretty well. Smith will come out. Back in is Bowles. And they'll have this formation with twin receivers on either side. They're going right to left here in this final quarter. Stillman will be in shotgun. Bowles will be behind him. Nearing five minutes to go here in regulation. The Eagles lead by two. Stillman will call out the cadence, get the snap, hand it off to Bowles, trying to take it up the middle, cut outside, nothing doing there. He'll pick up a couple. Yeah, we pulled Don- Donegan and Hampton from the right side to the left, and the Running back wisely got right behind him to uh, to see where the hole would be, but unfortunately the hole did not get there quite in time. And the their left side in the one we did not block because we pulled away made the tackle from behind. So might be time to possibly pull that and see if Hayden can keep it and run outside the defensive end. So under four and a half to go. Again, still two point lead for the Eagles. Stillman will get the shotgun snap, looking near side, has some time, throwing for the corner, has his receiver, Glass has got it in the end zone for a touchdown! A 26-yard touchdown strike, that lengthens the lead! Nice concentration and catch by Glass, the defender was right, had good covers right on him, looks like, I thought the defender had the his arm in there, great offensive line play there, kept a nice clean pocket for Hayden to take his time, plant his feet, and throw a nice pass. That was an excellently executed play right there. Salter will come on for the PAT. That was a 26-yard touchdown strike. Salter's kick might have been partially blocked, but they say it goes through. And now it's an eight-point lead in favor of... Sorry, a nine-point lead. You're correct. A nine-point lead in favor of the Eagles, most importantly, no matter how you slice it, it is a two-possession game at this point. Exactly. That is a big, big play and a big, big drive right there. We'll take a break here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care well it's a two point it's a let me try that again two possession game with a nine point lead for the eagles as they will tee it up, and they're going to do a little squib kick. Fair catch called for by one of the upmen. Probably not a bad decision on his part. Probably not, but we'd like to see 
possibly gain another five, six yards on that. You never know if you break a tackle. But here we go. All right, defense. Let's see if we can go the hog line or we're going to go a little bit lighter. This is where we should see if Mr. Beach is fresher than the, than the defense because he hasn't because he doesn't play on defense like the majority of our defense does. Well, the Mustangs will have the football at their own 34-yard line. Hess rolling to the near side. He's going to find an open receiver for about an 11-yard gain before he's thrown back. Catching that is Hardy. Another great pass by the sophomore quarterback. Rolled a little bit to the right. Got a good block by his running back. Blocking him the end linebacker on the right-hand side. and Threw a strike. Nice play. Yeah, just found a little soft spot to uh, camp out and wait for a pass. So the same thing. Hess will roll to the far side. Has a man wide open at midfield. He'll make the catch. Still on his feet. He'll pick up 12 yards or so. Now we're getting into the chess match between the coaches. Uh, Garris is now doing a four-man, kind of our standard basic defense defense that we run most of the year now as we see Eldon uh, pass the ball more. Be interested to see if they decide to run the ball here. How many guys do we have out there? Two, yeah, four, we six, got confused. Baked glass came off, shaken up, and uh, I'm not sure if the substitution got in to the right spot. That will be timeout number two taken. Clock stopped, 342. All right, Bates is not here. being treated for anything, so that's a good sign. Maybe he just uh, needs to catch a breath. He's played a wonderful game today so far, both offense and defense. Yeah, he is. I, I think I think it's safe to say everybody's going to sleep good tonight, us included. It'd be that much sweeter if they can hold on for win number two. That would be back-to-back wins and pick up a Class 3, District 5 victory. Yeah, Baden's got a cramp what it looks like yeah i agree they're they're uh, trying to get him stretched out you know it's not an overly hot night but these players have been working hard out there all game long so i'll get him taken care of looks like he is going to be stretched out and a-okay all right eagles defense we got hampton we got donnegan we got hildredick and we got bob andered out there so we need those guys to really set the stage here the ball at the 43-yard line of the Eagles. Hessen shotgun. He'll give it off to Veach, trying to work the far side. He'll make a couple of men miss. He's got the first down. Still on his feet. He's across the 30, across the 25. He would not be denied and would not go down. Yeah, I think we're going to see some healthy running here from the Mustangs if the, Must- if the Eagles stay in that four-man line. So the numbers just make sense for the Mustangs to do so. So... Interesting to see if Coach Garris decides to make a move himself. He picks up 18 yards on that carry ball at the 25-yard line. Three receivers will come to the near side. They'll have two, sorry, one in the backfield in the right heel pocket of Hess. Hess will get it rolling here. The near side has some pressure but has a receiver wide open at the 20. He'll catch it. He'll be taken down. Looks like about the 12 or 13. A ball carrier, Preston Hess. Yeah. Sophomore to his older senior brother. Just make that look too easy. You think they practiced that in the backyard a few times? I say so. So I'll bring up a second and two here. Again, clock nearing three minutes left here in regulation. Hessel rolled to the far side, had trips over there. 
Veach stays in to block for him, and he will complete it. Got the first down. I don't know if he got out of the bounds or not. Eagles defense is looking a little tired right now, Blake. Uh, that time the quarterback rolled out to the left. Had all day. Um, had his running back kind of as, as his guardian and had no one to block. Our defense kind of came up and kind of stopped. So this is not sure who the timeout is for. Yeah, somebody's got a cramp over there. Is that Morris? Okay. Yeah, Morris. the uh, said Eagles defense is looking a little tired right now. And they look tired, starting to see the cramps come in. Three minutes and two seconds left in regulation. We're just shy of 9.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gaswell here with you, joined by Mike Freeze. The exclusive home for Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. It has been a great game to call, a great game to watch, hopefully a great game to listen to so far if you're not at uh, the football field here in Eldon. All right, so Coach Garris, our defensive coordinator here for the Eagles, let's see what he does. I, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to probably put a little bit more of our hog lineup back in there because if I'm the Mustangs, I'm thinking I'm seeing the Eagles are getting tired. I'm seeing them getting cramped up. And I'm seeing that I, you know, my best player is number 21. I think it's time that if I'm the Mustangs, I can put the ball in his hands. So the Eagles defense looks like we're going a little bit heavier this time. I see we got Jonah Sapp in there, Bob Andrew in there. Is that Jonah Wall in there as well? Yeah, no, Justin Post is in there. Well, the good thing is that this is a two, no matter how you cut it, this is a two-possession game. Right. So if Mustangs do score here. Uh, trips to the right, shotgun, single back. We don't, we've not seen that much this tonight. Yeah, I expect them to roll here to the near side and look for a pass towards the end zone, which I'm wrong. They'll give it off to Beach. He'll work the far side. He'll be still on his feet. He's going to bowl his way to the end zone, and they're going to say he is just shy. Yeah, first down. That is why it wasn't I, the formation I was expecting, but it was the play call that I was expecting at least. So basically trips right, shotgun quarterback, hand the ball off to your big stud who got close. Now we're down. Put the foot, quarterback sneak. Nope. Hand off straight ahead. I think he got in there. Yep. yep. So that time the Eagles went, uh, sorry, the Mustangs went fast due to the clock resetting once the down markers got uh, set. And they went foot to foot off the line and just a quick handoff to the first back through. So nice uh, play calls right there. Nice answering. Nice answer to the Eagles touchdown. But like Blake said, time is still in our favor. So clock stop 239 left here in regulation. As they are going to go for two here. They are going to go for two. They're going to send one in motion to the far side. And they'll give it off to Veach, and he's going to be in there relatively untouched. A yeah. Conversion. This way, in the, they were foot to foot again. So they were definitely they were guarding from any sort of penetration from the Eagles. They didn't pull anybody at all. Um, they normally would pull somebody on that play, counter to the left. Mr. Veach just uh, went in through untouched. So that makes it back to a one-point ball game. In 51 to 50. Let's keep it right here. So? Well, we'll certainly see probably some sort of a 
squib, onside kick, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we've seen at least three different versions of that so far tonight. Um, I'm just impressed they have well. that many. It's worked well from them. I agree. I agree. It's worked worked out well for them. The question is, can they somehow stop the Eagles or not? like to see the Eagles, especially the offensive line, kind of dig deep for some renewed energy. The defense, uh, the defense that, that last series looked a little tired, as one would expect, in a 51-50 game and with uh, less than three minutes left in the, in the game. Well, they go for their muddle huddle, but then decide. It's still going to be a short kick. It, but you're right, yeah. it is going to be. Based on previous times. It's going to be an onside kick, and they'll pooch it back and. Thankfully, the second man is there to hopefully cover it up for Did the they Eagles. get it, though? They're still scrum for it. The ball, basically the squib kick went, oh, about 15, 20 yards deep. And our second line guy did not catch it clean. But we think the guy behind him covered it up. They yes. do say Eagles football. Makes you sweat, sweat bullets there. Yeah, we do have two timeouts left for each team. It's time for the offensive line. Oh, Eldon guy has the ball. Like, hey, look at me. Sorry. Doesn't matter. The official said it was Eagles football. All right, here we go. Offensive line. We got Owen Folk, Sam Hampton, Donegan, Hildedick, and Jonas Sapp. Time to win this game for, for the Eagles, guys. So Dig ball. deep for some extra energy. Fire off the ball. Hit the guy hard across from you. 239 left here in regulation. Ball at the 34-yard line of the Eagles. They'll have two in the backfield. They'll hand it off to Bowles. He's working the outside, trying to cut in the middle. Still on his feet. He's got a first down to more across midfield. Still going at the 40. Spun around. He's going to be down near the 35. He's going to pick up close to 30 yards. Hard, hard running. Nice blocking on the right-hand side from the Eagles' offensive line. And... Uh, by my math, I'm not to see how the Mustangs are going to get the ball again as long as we take care, make a good snap. Do we have a time. What we got here? Either they didn't set reset the play clock. Yeah. And the play clock should start so, yep. as soon as the, so we can still take the ball down quite a bit. Now yep. the play clock is going. They just didn't get it reset. So the coaching staff telling the Eagles to just take their time, look at the play clock, take your time. I like that we're going under center here, get a much safer snap. So that's a good good choice by the Eagles coaches. Stillman will be up under center, as you were saying. He'll take the snap with two on the play clock. He'll give it to Bowles. He's got five, six yards. Moving the pile. Yeah, right side of the offensive line, moving the pile pretty well. Prince of Holes, good hard running from Bowles. He's definitely feeling it right now. We do have a timeout called by the Mustangs. Clock stopped a minute 57 left here in regulation. It is a 51-50 ball game in favor of the Eagles. We were tied up at 28 apiece. And the Eagles were able to uh, take the lead 
and have not relinquished it. But take the lead, helped out by the safety. The Veach touched it at about the uh, one-and-a-half-yard line and then went into the end zone. He cost his team two points, which the Eagles are trying to go down and dot the exclamation point for win number two. They've got a minute 57 left here in regulation. They lead by one at 51-50. to They'll have a receiver here on the near side. A couple of them on the far side. Stillman will be up under center. Has two backs behind him. He'll get the snap. Hand it off to Bowles. He's still on his feet. Same play. Same result. He's got a new set of downs. And that's the game. They say wind the clock, which they do. Yep. See the Eagles get in any big hurry here. Nope. Don't see Eldon calling their final timeout, so I think they know that the maths on the time doesn't make sense. The only thing that could hurt the Eagles is a bad snap. But Tyler and Hayden have done a good job in the second half on their snaps. Stillman up under center again. He'll give it off to Bowles. He's working the far side. He's got about six yards there. All right, now the Eagles, or now the Mustangs call their last time out there. That's the same play we've seen the last three plays. Right-hand side has been the strength tonight, led by Sam Hampton and uh, Dane Donegan doing a good job of having a big hole for Bowles to run through, and he's running the ball hard. And I hope he's got both hands on that ball. The clock stopped a minute, 18 left here in regulation. My hat's off to Tyler Hildedick. He had a rough series in the first half where he had three snaps that got worse and worse and worse that led to a turnover. Since then, I don't remember a single bad snap. So good job, Tyler. Good job getting those snaps off. And also good job for being under center, too. Um, it's a little different. You're not used to having a quarterback under center. And the court, quarterback is supposed to place their hand to where the center can feel it. I'll let you guys, with your imagination, figure out what that looks like, and that's tough sometimes for young quarterbacks to do. And uh, good job on the center quarterback exchange. Yeah, that is a, one of the a couple more. That is one of the uh, toughest exchanges that you have between center and quarterback. So they'll again send a receiver on either side. They'll have one near side, two on the far side, two backs in the backfield, second and five. Steelman will go up under center. He'll get the snap. Give it to Bowles again. He's got five yards more. He's going to be into the end zone for a touchdown as he takes it 20 yards to the house and dots the exclamation point. Same play. Back to back to back to back. Maybe one more back. Excellent job by the right side of the offensive line. Excellent running by Bowles. He looks like he's fresh. As he was in the first quarter. I agree. It looks like he just stepped off the bus and he's here to play. He just spent the last several hours sitting on the bus, hanging out, listening to music. So Salter will come on to try the PAT. There's the snap. It's a little high, but kick is down. It crawls across and it is good. 
And it's now back to an eight-point lead. As it's 50 to 58 to 50. We'll pause here and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. One minute and 14 seconds left in regulation as the Eagles have the eight-point lead. At 58 to 50, Salter high end over end kick. Beach will take it at the five, goes through his hands. He's got to turn around and go get it. It's sprint is on, and he's going to get it and go back into the end zone. He'll be tripped up inside the five. Yeah, Veach, he really needed to get, get that clean and make something happen with the 114 left and no timeouts. Um, the bad thing about the Mustangs' form of offense is not really designed too well to uh, go 80 yards downfield. That ball easily could have gone in, in the end zone for a touchback if he chose to. But instead he chose to try to pick it up, and uh, it's a hard one to get. So I don't blame him for trying. Most of the time he would not have done that. Well, the ball will be spotted at the three-yard line. As rolling out to the far side is Hess. He's looking downfield, hits his receiver for seven, eight yards. He'll be taken down quickly there. Yeah, Eagles have the four-man line right now. They're not putting a lot of pressure on, kind of sitting back and waiting. And no timeouts. Yeah, so really it's going to be very difficult Under a five minute. yards at a time. They can have that all day. Under a minute to go as clock rolling. Hess couldn't get the pass outside. He'll keep it himself. He's going to be taken down at the six. A quarterback sack. Sam Hampton and Dane Donegan. I think Hampton's working on a cramp, though. Yeah. I think it's my uniform yet. Nope. That's They're okay. going to spike the ball. Both teams are just disheveled. Right, now we'll get somebody in for him. I shouldn't laugh, right. but somebody was 30 or 40 yards down the field for the Eagles. And Sam Hampton's trying to get off with the cramp. So neither team could, could snap the ball, though there is a flag. Looks like, at the, is there a flag there at the goal line? I see a flag at the goal line. Were they not set? Yeah, they weren't set. So that'll back him up. Yard and a half. Yeah, not much. All right, so. So for Sam Hampton, you might need to buy him two cheeseburgers and a uh, roll of ice to yeah, Gatorade, yeah. Gatorade so he can get some electrolytes so he doesn't cramp. <laughs> He was trying his best. I'll say he was trying his hardest to get off the field. All right, so we got freshman Noah Rice in for him right now. He, he should be fairly fresh. So Hess will get the snap, dropping back in the end zone. He's going to overthrow as he had pressure in his face and had to get rid of it. Yeah, was, who was that pressure? Was that uh, Donigan? Donigan? Yep, Donigan. Donigan's was. pressure. Hildrick was uh, right there with 
Veach, so I'm not sure that was like getting too much. Veach wasn't even looking for a pass as it was over his head. Yeah. And we get Justin Post in there at nose guard. Just the three-man line. We got five guys back. This is our cover five. 16.5 seconds left, fourth down play, as they'll get a pass through the hands of the receiver, and it'll be a That's turnover it. on downs. Yeah. All right, so we got one snap and take a knee. As much as it would it would be delightful to try to punch it in from three yards out, that most likely should be what we see is a knee taken. Yeah. Tracy's not one to score points. This is score points historically. So I tell you what, this has been a tremendous game for the Eagles. Uh, they they had multiple times tonight where they could have mentally folded up and uh, crawled into their shell of a helmet, but they instead kept on fighting, kept on fighting, and uh, what a wonderful game. Yeah, they, I, I, I would admit I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I, you know, I knew they had some fight in them. I knew it was going to be a good game. I knew it was going to be fairly close. Um, I was, but I'm very happy to see that they mentally came back multiple times tonight to uh, to take a lead. They've had adversity. They've been down. They've had the lead. They've had a big lead. They've had a small lead. They've been down by a lot. They've been down by a little. They pretty much faced everything you can. But most importantly, they stuck with it. They did their job. They persevered. And they're coming out with the win and coming out stronger here. Yeah. And these seniors now are going to be 4-0 against the uh, Eldon Mustangs in their four varsity years. Yeah. Victory formation, this should be a knee. So they will have the victory formation. They take over on the three. Stillman will take it, take there a knee. Go. And that will run the clock. As five seconds, four, three, two. One clock counts down. There's the buzzer. And by a final score of Southern Boone County Eagles 58 and the Eldon Mustangs 50 in a game that we really saw both sides of the gamut. Of It was a shootout. It was a chess match. And at times it was a shootout chess match. The moment. The momentum of this game going back and forth, back and forth was just, it was just insane, really. Um, wow. Mentally, both teams are going to be exhausted tonight. We are going to take a break and get into our postgame show. As uh, what a great way to get win number two on the season. We'll pause and get into your postgame. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network.
Biblical Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full day sessions with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway and his crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearm. River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gasaway. Well, as we get into our postgame show, much like the players, I am tired mentally, maybe not so much physically, but mentally that was a draining game to speak to none with us just sitting up here in a box. But most importantly, the Eagles get win number two as they move on to a two and three on the season and two and two in district action. That's class three, district five action as they beat the Eldon Mustangs by a final of 58 to 50. Really for the Eagles, they ended the game almost the way they started they scored 21 points in the first quarter and then they scored seven in the second and third quarter respectively then in the fourth quarter they scored 23 points most of those coming in quick succession that propelled them to the 58 to 50 score two of those points coming on behalf of the mustang return man who had touched as mr veach he had touched it about the yard and a half line and went back in the end zone and that's a no-no So that was a safety, but still with those two points taken off the board, they still would have had the victory. But I think most importantly, that gave the momentum back in favor of them and was able to help propel them to get the victory tonight. Taking a look at the scoring summary, well, it takes up about three-quarters of my sheet. Same with uh, the play charts. It takes up about three-quarters of the sheet, which usually, usually doesn't happen. So we know there's been lots of scoring, lots of action in the game tonight, but The Mustangs of Eldon got on the scoreboard first. They were able to get on and uh, take the early lead with a two-yard touchdown run by Veach. The PAT was no good. That was a 10-play, 80-yard drive that made it 6 to nothing in the first quarter with 8.05 left in the first quarter. Then they scored again with a 44-yard touchdown pass from Hess to Veach. The uh, two-point conversion was no good. That was a one-play, 44-yard drive with 6.52 left to go in the first quarter. That made it 12 to nothing. Then Southern Boone County would score. They would answer on an 80-yard kickoff return by Morris. PAT by their kicker in Salter was good. That was with 6.40 left to go in the first quarter. That cut the lead down at 12 to 7. Then they would take the lead as they score on a 30-40-yard touchdown pass from Steelman to Ash. The PAT by Salter was good. That was a one-play 34-yard drive. 
That made it 14-12 to in favor of the Eagles with 5.39 left to go in that first quarter. Then they would still score again with 53.7 seconds left in the first quarter. That was a three-yard touchdown run by Bowles. PAT was good by Salter. That was an eight-play, 57-yard drive. That uh, made it a 21-12 ball game at the end of the first quarter. Then they would score again on a 32-yard touchdown pass from Stillman to Morris. That was a two-play, 89-yard drive with 9.20 left before half. That made it 28-12. Then Eldon would score on a 34-yard touchdown pass from Hess to Beach. The uh, two-point conversion was good. That was a five-play, 54-yard drive with 7.41 left to go in the first half. That made it a 28-20 ball game. Then Eldon would score again, this time on a four-yard touchdown run by Veach. Two-point uh, conversion was good. That was a six-play, 66-yard drive with 20, uh, excuse me, with uh, two minutes and seven seconds left. That made it 28-28. Then before halftime, Eldon would score again on a three-yard touchdown run by Veach. The uh, PAT was no good. That was an eight-play, 49-yard drive. That was with 23.9 seconds left. That gave them the 34-28 lead going into half, which would take us to halftime. Then coming out, Eldon would score again, this time on an 81-yard touchdown run by Veach. Two-point conversion was good. That was a two-play, 83-yard drive. That was with 9.17 left in the third quarter. That pushed that lead to 42-28 to in favor of the Mustangs. However, it would all go back to Southern Boone County as they scored on a two-yard touchdown run by Stillman. That uh, PAT by Salter was good. That was a six-play, 49-yard drive. That was a 6.50 left in the third quarter that made it a 35 to or a 42 to 35 score then the eagles would score again on a one-yard touchdown mm-hmm. run by bowls pat was good by salter that was a six play 23 yard drive that was a 623 left to go in the fourth quarter that made it a tie ball game at 42 to 42 then the safety by veach on the kickoff would make it a 44 to 42 lead in favor of the eagles then the Eagles would score on a 26-yard touchdown strike from Stillman to Glass. PAT by Salter was good. That was a four-play, 40-yard drive. That was with 4:12 left to go in the game. That was a 51-42 score. Then Eldon would score on a one-yard touchdown run by Veach. The two-point conversion was good. That was a seven-play, 64-yard drive with 2:39 left to go in regulation. That made it back to a one-point lead at 51 to 50 in favor of the Eagles. Then the Eagles would put the exclamation point. On the game as Bowles would score from 20 yards out. PAT by Salter was good. That made it a 58-50 to score with a minute 14 left in the ball game. That was a five-play 66-yard drive. And that is the final score as it would hold true to the end of the game. And a game that, uh, boy, we saw a shootout. We saw a chess match. We saw both at the same time. It was a great game to watch, a great game to call. And uh, hopefully our listeners enjoyed the game as well. As um, Mike, I think you've got some scores from around the area. Yeah, but first let me just say this is the reason why high school football is as great as it is. I encourage everybody to go out and watch your high school teams play. Most of the time it's only three, four, five bucks tops to get in to see a game. Spend some money at the concession stand. You know, the money they've raised from that goes to different groups. Um, We all know last year was a tough year for uh, different groups to raise money for their causes. So, anyway, get out and watch these games. There's some good football out there, some good emotions. And when you think about it, you know, there's a lot of 15-year-old, 16-year-old young men out there uh, making decisions. So, uh, scores. 
Hallsville, the team I believe we play next, correct, for homecoming. Anyway, Hallsville won 28 to nothing over School of the Osage, so the Hallsville is now 5-0. and School of the Osage is now 2-3. and Mexico finally had their first loss. They played Hannibal tonight. They lost 48-21. to That Hannibal is a good quality team. They're a 4 team, plus they've already beaten Elias. So uh, good, good win for Hannibal. Uh, Mexico, I believe, now will probably – drop off a of first in the district. I believe Boonville will probably take that spot. Blair Oaks uh, came back after their first loss in a regular season in what seems like forever and won 53-17. to 17. Uh, I was joking with a former high school college coach, and we thought that they were going to score 70. So we are a little bit off. You're close. Boonville did win 32-8 to eight over California. California is now 3-2. Boonville is now 4-1, like I said. With both Boonville and Blair Oaks at 4-1, I do believe Boonville will probably prop up, step up to the uh, number one spot in the district for this week. Uh, Fulton loses to Moberly 32-22. Fulton is still scoreless and probably still be at the bottom of the district, so they get to play the number two district team because we do have seven district teams, so the number one seed will get a week off. Moberly got their first win tonight, beating uh, uh, Fulton. Again, that score was 32-22. to the Battle Spartans lose to the Popular Bluff Mules, 26-22. to 22. Um, That's a pretty big score right there because Popular Bluff is way away, away from Plummy. <laughs> That's probably a four- to five-hour trip. So big win for Popular Bluff. They're now 4-1. and one. Battle Spartans are now 2-2. Two and two. The Hickman QPs uh, got their second win. They're now 2-3. and three. They beat Sedalia 16-6. Elias keeps on moving. They now won, have won four games in a row, are now four and one as they beat the Rockbridge Bruins, thirty-four to thirteen. Rockbridge is now three and two. Jeff City Jays beat the Capital City Cavaliers in the Clash of the Capital, forty-two to seven. Jeff City is now two and three. Capital City is now zero and five. Uh, no score with Harrisburg in Sweet Springs. Uh, the Fulton, I'm sorry, the Father Tolton Trailblazers came back to win. Over at Grandview Eagles, 28-27. to They were losing that game at halftime. Centralia wins 20-0. to Centralia is now 2-3. and three. Um, Let's see. Fayette beats West Strand 24-7. Fayette is now 4-1. So, great night of football. Great, uh, great exciting game. Very happy to see the Eagles come back like they did. They showed a lot of good mental toughness. Again, we saw a lot of sophomores and freshmen out there playing today. That's going to be huge for the end of the year and big for them in the, in the following years. Tracy and his coaching staff have always been really good at showing some confidence in those younger players to get them a few plays here and there to get them some playing time so they can progress in their uh, high school careers. Well, you're absolutely right about that. They got good quality time, and they, they not only got good quality time, but they made good quality decisions and made good quality opportunities when they were given that so that's equally as important to them so you know great night uh, for the eagles to pick up win number two pick up a tri-county conference matchup win pick up a district win and uh, still lots of football left this weekend of course college football tomorrow the mizzou tigers they are on the road as they will travel to take on boston college that will be a uh, should be a good matchup to watch that's a few things going on tomorrow but i'm gonna try to follow it as close as i can i'm actually gonna be out of town so um, over in Kansas, so you know that's the uh, that's the the uh, what's that bird they call that? 
Eh, chicken hawk thing, I don't know. So we'll be over there, but I'll try to keep tabs on the game. And then, of course, on Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs, they will be back in action as they will be taking on the uh, L.A. Chargers. That'll be at Arrowhead. So hopefully they have a little better showing than they did the previous week as they lost to Baltimore. But, you know, lots of of season left for for the NFL. So we get a chance to uh, have a little rest, as the team does, and then they will be back at it tomorrow preparing for homecoming as they will be at home next week as the Hallsville Indians come to town. Both teams riding uh, win streak, two games for the Eagles and five for the Indians. And it's uh, it's going to be a tough matchup no matter how you cut it, no matter how you look at it. But those two games for the win streak for the Eagles will hopefully help them out and give them a good week of practice as they prepare and get ready to uh, celebrate homecoming next week. Yeah, even in our best seasons we've had the last uh, six, seven years, Hallsville has been that kind of thorn in the side. I know, uh, you know my son, when he played a couple years ago, he was, that's one of the games that he wishes he would have had over a game. They had our number that time. And certainly with their new coaching staff, Coach Conyers is really developing a hell of a winning program there. They got the, they got the, the attitude. They got the swagger. And it's well-deserved. And uh, so I think it's going to be a really tough game. I think we're going to be on the best, best of, of our ability. Keep those mental mistakes down, the turnovers down, because Hallsville will make you pay. That's for sure. That's absolutely right about that. So that is going to do it for our broadcast tonight. Is uh, We need to get uh, things packed up and put up before they turn the lights out and lock us in the stadium. I don't want to spend the weekend here until uh, somebody shows up next week. So it's been a pleasure bringing you the broadcast. For Mike Freeze, I'm Blake Gasaway for the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you next Friday night, as we'll be coming to you from Ashland as it's homecoming. Until we talk to you next Friday night, so long, and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network. Blake Gazaway and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.